This is the Lenny Dykstra Nails coming at you listening to Corner Pub Sports. Fuck with my ass, man. Shit. Corner Pub Sports. No one's going to comment. Hey, everybody, yeah, what's know, going on? Quarter Pub Sport. It's our favorite show. It's our favorite show of the God year. Uh, our annual year in review year. show, baby. What's going on on a special night, Thursday night? Because, you know, the holiday. And uh, this is by far our, our, our favorite. What's, what's this? Six years? Yeah, it's yep. six time doing this. Yep. After wow. I said I wasn't going to do it after the first year. And here we are five years later. I'm still doing it. <laughs> Uh, so Mike's remote, uh, Mark's in the house, Mark Polsky's in the house, Ryan, Gary, myself, Sean, all here, ready to uh, ready to do a quick recap, and then we're going to play back clips over, What's the, y'all? over, What's the, past, uh, over the past years. We're going to rock out with our cocks oh, out. Yeah. Lock, cock, oh. and ready to rock. Something different this week. Yeah. Uh-oh. Mr. Ryan, Ryan's seat is drinking beer. Yes, he is. Oh, no. Yes, sir. Yes, so the one he day is. That you're you're drinking beer, and I decided to go mixed. Yep. So Mike's drinking a white Russian, right? That's right. Yeah, it's a Christmas tradition. I, I only drink white Russian. It's a family tradition. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Somebody's got a drinker. <laughs> um, so being that it's Christmas, uh, we, we've been doing this for the past few years, too. Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus for the rest of us. Oh, that shit. means we air our grievances. And things that are affecting either sports teams or your personal life or whatever. Maybe well, a little bit of both. <laughs> or a little bit of both. We're going to go around and go around the horn here, and we're each going to do one. And uh, we're error of grievances. Uh, why don't we go this way? All right, so, Ryan, you want to start? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to sound pretty obvious. My grievance is with fucking COVID. Oh, oh I was going. Oh, sorry, man. Sorry. Yeah, so did, uh, yeah everybody's. Yeah, that's but it's cool. It's a universal yeah. one, right? Yeah, it's man. a universal one. It's like, a good one. like, what the fuck, one. man? Can you still hear me? Look, I, I know it's a sensitive issue, but I'm going to say it. Go get your fucking vaccine so we can get through this shit. Yeah, baby. Like, what the fuck, man? Come on. We've done this already. Come on. All right. Yep. Your turn, there, Mark. All right, Mark. Uh, well, I was kind of. Well, I'm sorry, right Mark. Now, but I'm tired of variants. Fuck these variants. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yo, let's get past this shit. Come on, man. God. Mine is, yeah. is the hypocritical NFL rules. Oh, jeez. Oh, this is going to open a can of worms. Like there you, it is. If you're going to say it's one thing, stick stick to one thing. Don't make it. Don't make it adjustments so you can pad your pocket. Mm-hmm. So when you canceled these games on Sunday and moved them to Tuesday, what there was three of them, right? Two, yeah, two, and one was moved to Monday. Yeah, there was oh, yeah. so three were moved. Right. So and, it and moved. in the beginning, if your team ends up with an outbreak of COVID and they're not vaccinated, your team forfeits, and you're supposed to pay that team and the team you're supposed to play against. That team is supposed to pay all that, mm-hmm. and that didn't happen. Now nah, we'll reschedule it. And, you know, thank God it worked out. You know what I mean? Because the Eagles came to play that, play that night. 
Did well, you re- the did, but did you really think the NFL would ever forfeit a game? I didn't, Ryan, but I'm saying. Well, they said they were really – they said no one knows how close uh, these games were to being canceled. Nah, that's crap. No, no, yeah, that's crap. There's no way the NFL would ever no, cancel no, a game. because the NFL is all about the money. Exactly. You know what? That's that's true, and that's the thing. Um, so yeah, when, I I heard, when, I, when I heard Goodell say that, like in the beginning of the year, Darren, I hear what, you, I hear what you're saying, but when I heard Goodell say that, it did like no way is one game getting canceled. There's no way. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, you, I went in one ear and out the other. You've seen with the way that they, they handle concussions that, you know, they pretend or they'll say all the right things about caring about the uh, about the player safety, but when it comes down to it, games and They're not the missing money for a the game. games is, is is what matters more than anything. And the mar- and, and actually moving it to Tuesday night probably benefited the NFL. Like you know the market that they had on that? Like right, what right. else was on on right, Tuesday? Right. right. Yeah, especially around this time, Christmas. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the thing that's uh, hey Polsky just said Merry Christmas, happy holidays. <laughs> Thanks, there you go. We we still got him commenting. Uh, so yeah, um, the thing but that I, sucks is that, and we'll get into the Eagles in a second. Um, we're, we're gonna do a very brief recap, but yeah, now they have four days off mm-hmm. before the next game. That's it's unfair. No, it's luckily, it's a, I yeah. think it should be moved to Monday, but that's a, yeah. we'll get into it. Yeah. We'll get into it. I agree. So, uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm with I'm with Gary though. I think that it was hypocritical. Like if the rules clearly state one thing, and then all of a sudden when it comes at a time to enforce the rule, the rule changes. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. Like make life fair. Yep. Like if, if you if you have something clearly stated in the rule saying like if you don't have enough guys or you can't feel the team, you're forfeiting, then all of a sudden the week that it's ready to happen, when it's really getting bad and teams are getting disadvantaged and everything else and you know, we're starting to lose players on COVID in the middle of the week a- during after the game was supposed to be played and, and you decide to change it, that's bullshit. That's yeah. uh that's a cowardice and, and I, I think it was wrong. All right. Again, like if it was like week four, like I'd probably be right on board with you. Is like it probably should have been canceled. But like in a playoff race, there is no way the NFL was canceled on this game. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, that was a big game for the, for the Eagles and Redskins. Both. For both of them. For, for yeah. both of them. Yeah. It was a huge game. I mean, obviously game. the Redskins were a still huge disadvantaged. Game. Ryan, I yeah. don't disagree, but you came out in the beginning of the season and you made a rule. The NFL says a lot of things, Gar. That's just where I'm at with it, bro. Like, I hear what you're saying. Just where I'm at with it. Like, I, just, I, I don't read much into that, what the NFL says. Yeah, I just like, don't know like, how much more. Like gonna... Duffman said in The Simpsons, you said if I'd sleep with you that I wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> Duffman says a lot of things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a Duffman rule. Do you really love me? Yeah. You want to take your panties off? Yeah, I love you. Take your panties off. Yeah, that's right. You got a tight little man pussy on exactly. the Exactly. Then the NFL got what it wanted, and it was all right, like, get out. It stinks. Fuck me in my ass, man. So, Sean, what's your yeah. grievance? Yeah. Oh, it stinks. My grievance is, uh, <laughs> my grievance is Twitter, uh, Twitterverse. I, I'm, I, I was away last week, and I never went on Twitter the whole time, and then when I got back home, I went on just to see, and immediately I'm like, "Why do I even fucking log on this this cess, this fucking cesspool of a social media site?" The it's people on there, and because the it's first the first full night there was Tuesday night, and it was the Eagles game. Immediately they're down ten off, and people are like, "Fuck this team, fuck them." Blah, blah. I'm like, "Yo, calm down." Like, look, I know, like I was unhappy too, but I, did pe- you ever feel like that they were gonna lose that? No, game? I thought they were still gonna so win not. it, but. 
but but I still wasn't happy with their performance. But these people are like yeah, over the top with their nonsense, man. It's just shut the f- like some people just, just stay off their phone, right. just stay off. Yeah, right. Like just calm the fuck down. Wait until like think, at least halftime to start saying right. shit. Oh, this Jalen Hurts needs to not be the court. You know he sucks, and you know, he, you know he's not the guy, and yeah. you know, all this stuff, and going on and on and on. And whether you think he is the guy or not, because they're down ten nothing. That's the Washington same thing team. your mom said when she came through the door, but she still fucked him. Yeah, she still stayed. <laughs> you know, she still did it. He's not the guy, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Father's Day in West yeah. Philly. He's not the guy. Yeah, he's my, not the guy. I don't he's not the guy. my buddy guy. I, I trying to get home, guy. Friend, I'm not. Yeah, you're not going to be able to make this game, guy. I don't care if he's not the guy. My pussy's moist. I'm fucking him. It's just uh, <laughs> fucking right in the pussy. It's just. I still feel like there's three conversations going on right now. It's just. It's just Twitter <laughs> in general. It's just a cesspool. I fucking. I can't stand it. it so is. that's yeah. all. I don't need anyone that's on Twitter knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. Oh, and here, here's my real thing. If you're someone who tweets more than five times a day. Either you don't, either, yeah. Either you don't have a fucking job, or you, you don't have any this. like reason to live. I, I'm sorry. Like I tweet once a week, and it's the show. Yeah, I, I, give me a fucking break. No one cares that much about what you have to fucking say. You're a fucking nobody. Uh, nobody you're cares. A twatter. You're a twatter. You're, you're a twatter. twatter. All right, Mike, so, your grievance. You already said it, Benny. Uh, oh. yeah. I mean, mine's the other obvious one. Ben Simmons. Oh. Just uh, the guy. We need a Ben Simmons screwed us. He, he screwed us in the playoffs by, you know, cowarding out. And now he's screwing us throughout the year. The team clearly misses him and could use him. They can't seem to get a trade for him. Nobody wants him because he's being a baby. Uh, it's not yet. It's – he's just he, – he's a prima donna. He, he's just such an unlikable, you know – Piece of shit. I I don't know what else to say about him. He's 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 a baby. He's a he's clown. A you know he's he's milking it. He's you know he's he's screwing the organization. And they they did so much for him. They bent over backwards for him. And this is the repayment that you get. This is this is what the guy does. This is how he acts. Um, yeah, like come on, Ben, get off your mom's tit. He's a brown stain on the freaking like, like court. Like grow up. He's a skid mark on the score. So yeah, court. I mean. <laughs> Fucking bacon strip. Yeah. yeah, not even bacon. It's like imitation bacon, like turkey. Bacon. It's turkey. It's turkey bacon. <laughs> he, he's turkey the version bacon. of a shit that doesn't quite look like a shit, but you know it's shit. It's like a splatter. You know, it's all lights it's like colored and shit. Shark. You know what I mean? It's shit though. Like uh, the whole world crap. is shit. It's like it's just like everything about him is shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah the, the whole world you get is shit, and you're covered, all covered in shit because it's shit. But the thing is, is he's good, and obviously they fucking. He looks him. like he looks like butterscotch ice cream. Oh, oh God. yeah, Mr. Softy. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you take a shit, it looks like butterscotch ice cream. That's Ben Simmons. Speaking of Mr. Softy, has anybody got the shirt? You can't afford it. Your mom's a welfare. That's an alcoholic. Yeah, it is. Oops. Five second rule. Oh man. Well, I mean that's all. Not untrue, but I think it's missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Ben Simmons is a piece of shit. Yeah. He's butterscotch, all he's cream. No, I mean, and, and the thing is, is that the team misses him. You see the, the way that the team's playing. He's uh, hopefully other, teams especially in a regular season. Mm-hmm. The, the team is. You can play with him on the court that he's missed. Just trade yeah. him for yeah. fucking a first round pick, Hal Burton and Buddy Yield. The fuck, get it done already. 
Just, just trade them for a pack of my fucking car. You know what? I don't care. You Some know, new part balls, of me, maybe a new net. That, that, at this point, I, at this point, I think that's a good trade for them. Yeah, fix the a first round yeah, pick, Hal Burton and Buddy Hill. They might be able to get James Harden. Pair of Converse in a side and trade. However, Converse, I, either these, way, and the, team losing a year in his prime. I at least get some satisfaction out of New that. New bulbs and lights. A couple, couple I, of shoelaces. Yeah. Oh. yeah, the lights need fucking <laughs> And him not getting paid, even though I don't think it benefits the Sixers. They don't get well, the, that salary. I, I, I will say, though. Like, popcorn, maybe. <laughs> I will say that, like you said, if they hold off until next year and wait for Harden, that would be interesting because that means that's another that's a, one full year that Ben didn't play basketball, and that's hurt, only hurting him. You know, if you have right. one of his bobbleheads, so. the only thing that would move is his head because his hands are frozen with the last second where he took the shot. And you know what the other thing is? Ben Simmons' bobblehead. Yeah, it'd be like this. The, there it is. Frozen shot. Not to, not to make light of the mental illness and everything going on. That's, that but the fact that's that, bullshit. Yeah. But the that's fact that everybody has like gone over the top apologizing and making it making – it, him out to be the victim and nobody's nobody's looking at this no one is saying like this could be a ploy now all of a sudden everyone's like you got to take it serious you got to take it like everybody's too afraid to say mike mike i ain't gonna lie to you dude like i don't want to sound like a dick but why are we spending so so much time on this dude he ain't worth it yeah, fuck him yeah, fuck him get the jar every time fuck he's him, brought dude. up we need like, like a dollar we should switch the gary jar with the ben simmons yeah, jar <laughs> But, but at the same time, it's because it's so frustrating watching the Sixers tread water. That's why. It. Every game that you watch. The Gary, the Gary Sorry jar. We'll yeah, change we'll it. Look at, that look at that fucking picture. No, we don't. I hear you, <laughs> and every story and every trade he rumor that you hear codes. about, these stupid garbage <laughs> trades that you hear about. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it drives me crazy. No, 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 so, yeah. and, and it's just been, uh, that's been the biggest the story code. of the year, right? I mean, it's individually, at least. Yeah, Mr. no, I think so. That's true. Right. I I would agree with that. Yeah, Yo, you you said you were on a trip. Where'd you go recently? Uh, if you're going to San Francisco, Francis- yeah, yeah, anybody want to go to San Fran? I'll you, go. How was it? Far, how was it? Uh, San Fran was awesome, man. Yeah. It was good, good town. Yeah, you got to. I got to so, see the, the pictures and stuff. You got so, to see most of the uh, yeah, most so, of the so, so, Tell us a story about the guy pissing on the wall. Huh? He was very. He's talking about how he don't want his big dick to fall out of his shorts. Oh my god! Yeah. So just a, you know, we're not gonna waste time on it. But yeah, the city was great. We saw. Uh, we went out there for Metallica, the 40th anniversary. It was, oh, it was amazing, amazing show. We saw some. We saw the uh, the houses where they they recorded uh, Riding the Lightning Master Puppets. We went to their HQ, the current studio, and where they run their operations from. And we saw Kirk Hammond's uh, old house. They like, sold like two years ago. So it was cool. Like we we saw all the San Francisco sites and all that stuff, and you know Golden Gate Bridge, all that stuff. It was cool. But yeah. we met the San Francisco version of Dave. Um, <laughs> this guy was uh, this guy was <clears throat> the, the thing was though. This was Dave. If Dave was a complete drug addict though, it's because he looked like Dave, but he was talking to himself and the things he was saying. It was kind of like, oh my god, that's Dave. But you could there's something not wrong right with this guy. But right. yeah, he was so he was stretching against the wall, and he had these tight pink shorts on. Oh, Jesus! And he stretched on the wall, and he goes, ah, "I just don't want my big giant hog to fall out." <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> right? So, so she's her and I are walking we're right from the where the um where you saw the picture with the sea lines. So yeah. there, there's Pier uh, Thirty 
nine pier thirty nine where all the sea lions hang out on the on the docks and stuff. We're elite. We're walking up that pier, and it's just her and I and this fucking guy. <laughs> and he's, oh, I just want my big hog to fall out. I'm like. Did he just? She goes, just keep fucking walking. So he turns and goes. So he turns around. And he goes, oh, you don't know how much blow I did to do that. And we don't have no fucking idea what he's talking about. He starts looking up. He starts looking up at the sky, and he's like, you fucking know what I'm talking about. You know, he's got this fucking hog and all this blow, and it's going to fucking waste. What am I supposed? I'm like, oh my god. So like, we cut across and we got away from. Him, but like, yeah, it was like, oh my god, because he looked like Dave a little bit. But you had time That's to take funny. a picture. Oh yeah, yeah. But you see how far away that picture was. <laughs> Yeah, did the, the tree guy get you? The tree guy, no, no. The guy that dresses up as a tree? No, I didn't see that guy. Yeah, oh, he's right. Over, he hangs out at Fisherman's Wharf, and no, he's like, I, no, I never he, saw. He, him. Like he just sits in a tree, and he just jumps out and scares people. Mm-mm. I don't want my big no, I dick. Just, no, I didn't see that. What yeah. a dick. No shit. We both, were all over. We walked, we walked all over the place. So hanging out with Manson, All right, please. we a got hog. we got stuff to get. All right, let's get. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Charles yeah, Man, yeah. Uh, Asbury and Hate, fucking Charles Manson and shit. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a cum park. Yeah, love park. <laughs> um, all right, so real quick, real quick, guys. Uh, recap. Uh, so we talked about the Eagles getting moved to Tuesday. They take care of business against the Washington was, football team. It was a little bit interesting. It was, it was a little scary to start. The beginning was scary. That fumble killed me. That weird, that weird interception, yeah. but the, then the fumble. But at the same time, like I said it earlier, like at, um, at not there was not one point I felt like they were going to lose the game. Um, not with that quarterback. No. And at, honestly, like after the like after Sirianni chewed out Hurts. Yeah, we were Hertz talking about played this. a great yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Great. You, you said that might responded. be the best you ever seen his arm. Well, they respond like you were. So he's responding to yeah. the coach, yeah. man. That, that's, that's another a good that, sign. to me. That's another check mark for him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you know what? It's, it's the other check mark is Sirianni. You, and, yes. and Ryan, you were the yeah, most critical. I was, of yeah, yeah. That Mike got. That's where right. I was going. The biggest check mark is Sirianni. The team has gotten better as the year is going going on. Now, you I wish he would have started with the run a little well, bit. Well, well past 220 rushing yards. No, I run. knew you'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> five, that's first, what I'm saying. Like the, the team, Five times this season. Lead, seven, no, seven. Seven. Seven straight seven. games. They've gone over 175 five yards. yards rushing. Yeah, but then he's saying five might be over 200. Oh, over 200. Over 200. Oh, yeah, 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 he's right. No, Leads the right. NFL. Yeah, they're the first team since the 85 Bears to go 175 yards and over. And the first time the Eagles organization has done this since 1948. Yeah. I was listening to Ray Dittinger yesterday. And he was talking about the fact that the league is starting to kind of head towards, and Gary's going to get a hard on, the league is starting to go towards the running. You're talking about John. That's that's, that's, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, like, revolutionizing the position. Well, it's it's not just that, but it's the fact that all of a sudden every everybody went to a pass happy team. And the defense is adjusted now. There's all these light linebackers and light yeah. defensive linemen that are peeling back the. Yep. Now all of a sudden, if a, if a if a team's all of a sudden with these 310 pound linebacker linemen, it's like all right, screw it. You want to play that? Then we'll just run a ball down your throat, and you don't have the personnel to be able to to, to hang. That's what Indianapolis is doing. They're winning obviously mm-hmm. without. Wentz, well, yeah, and the Eagles are doing it too. Wentz had, <laughs> Wentz had what, five, what five six completions? Jesus Christ, Gary! Five for like twelve or I, something, dude, for like sixty yards or something. I heard that from the other side of the bar. Right, Gary's. Um, I think my seat moved. Like, yeah, this is like vibrated. I thought I left San Fran with the earthquakes. Jesus. Sorry, oh, man. Tosca. Fucking brutal. Tosca. <laughs> it sounded like starting a lawnmower. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we do want to. We would do want to give a shout out to Tosco's. Uh, Tosco's yeah, yeah, yeah. in uh, where the in fuck Pensburg. you live? Pennsburg. Yeah, great Ta- wings. Oh, the wings yeah. are fantastic. We still have about twenty more. Check them out. Oh, would you bring them? You you brought them over, Mark? Yeah, there's some here gonna, for you, man. You gonna come over now, some. Mark? Yeah. Oh, are you gonna go. come over now, Mike? Mike? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. yeah, um, give them back. Uh, that was the best game I think I ever seen Hertz play. Like outside of the first quarter. Like the way that, and and we were all worried about uh, his arm, but I mean he. There were a few that pass he threw he, to Devontae Smith on the sideline. Um, the he toe, hit, the toe tap by Smith was yeah, fantastic. He hit Goddard like like over the like dude what like a thirty yard rainbow like what about the outside, yeah but you know what that that, that Goddard throw was a little bit under yeah the outside shoulder pass yeah, touchdown yeah, pass to nice Greg pass. Ward that, that was, was a, nice a beautiful pass, pass. that might have yeah, been but one I'll of tell you what one. that Goddard throw was a little bit underthrown Goddard made yes the play it was yeah. Goddard was the one who made the play it was underthrown but but this being said like like Jalen Hurst didn't rush much in that game. So he he I think he was still favoring his ankle and he was forced to use his arm. So when he maybe when he's forced to use his arm, he can't maybe, produce. Maybe, maybe like it's a good sign. It is. And now again, it's, you got to understand that you're playing against a ravaged right. Washington like that team. has to come into concern. But yeah. he still played good. He looked good. Um, now I, got, I don't know well, if it I, says I, he uh, is the guy. Like I, I'm I, didn't, still, I didn't tell you. I'm sorry. I had a microphone by Gary a couple minutes ago. I I just got the audio back. <laughs> Dude, I could smell it now. Yes, you need more bass in that audio. Do you have, a, do you have onions? Do you, do you have a like, hot dog? That's like, now I can taste it on my tongue. Yeah, like it's, now it's, it's a little smells, weird. Now the tuxedos like, seem kind of yeah. Fun. Now it's it weird. Smells like whiskey barbecue oh, sauce. It stinks. What does that smell? <laughs> it fucking stinks. Oh my god! Oh, it stinks. Fucking! Fucking smells like Alpo. <laughs> <laughs> Stinking asshole, dude! <laughs> fucking rotten eggs and alpo, dog food. All right, we we got a. Come out of the we got we got. Oh, dude, that's bad. That's that sour fucking blue. That's moon. fucking bad. Yo, take that away from him. <laughs> yeah, it's the blue moon. It's not the six fucking seven percenters you drank before that. Breaking, yo, breaking that You know what? Be glad you're not here, Mike. Fuck this. That's bad. Oh, give me a beer, Sean. Weeks. Talking through that. All right, so real quick. Eagles, <laughs> Eagles, Giants this Sunday. Let's talk about it real quick, and then we'll go to popcorn. I think this is a. Um, sorry, I think the Eagles win big Ooh, on Sunday. Even, even with the COVID, even with the four days rest. Jake, Jake Fromm's probably going to be yeah, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He is. He is. Yeah. Daniel Jones is shut down for the year. That's bad. And, and Mike Lennon obviously is. He's out. Yeah. Yeah, he's out. This it's from. That'll, that'll that'll get rid of some yeah. variants. Um, so I think the Eagles lose. win big. Um, they know they um should have beat them two that. weeks ago. Um, so I think that um, you know they're gonna have to, like really really like make sure they're prepared. Um, I, I say Eagles it's, uh, 27-10. But I'll tell you what, if they if they win this game, right, and they, they're supposed to. Then the four days rest doesn't matter because the next game, that third game in 13 days, is against the Redskins, who are also on their third game in 13 right. days. Yeah. After they probably get their ass kicked by Dallas for a second time, and now are out of the playoffs and have nothing to play for. Right. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. By by after this Sunday, that short week isn't going to matter anymore. No matter what, though, they have to um, they have to win as many games as the Saints, and they need the Vikings to lose one. If the, Vi- if the Vikings win out, the Vikings get that final. Vikings. The Vikings got a tough game this Vi- week, don't Vikings they? Vikings are going to win out this no, week. No, they got Green Bay. They got Chicago. The Vikings ain't winning that. And Detroit. 
They end the year with Chicago, I believe. I think they got Green Bay this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if they lose to Green Bay, then the, the Eagles will be in the driver's seat. Right. If, they, if the Eagles win, which I, you know, I think they do. Right. We all in agreement. We all think the Eagles win. Yeah, they'll win. Uh, I, yeah, and yeah, then I 100%. think the last game of the season, Dallas may not have a whole lot. Unless they're playing for that first-round bye, I don't think that they're going to matter two, three, two seasons. What's three ma- yeah, what's that matter? Like, they win Sunday, they got the division. So, was this not they already, they, they already won the division. Oh, Callie's watching. Hey, Callie. They got nine wins already? What's up, buddy? No. Yeah, they, they clinched. Who's, who's sure. that? Who's that? They couldn't. Oh, Callie, there's only 14 Callie. games. No, no. Who? who? Dallas didn't clinch yet. They win this no, week. No, they, they, they didn't clinch yet. Not yet. Yeah, they win this week, they clinch. Yeah, it's over, yeah. The Don't, Eagles, <laughs> if things if things go according to plan, the Eagles are going to end up playing Dallas in the last game, and they're going to end up playing the Eagles in the first round of the playoffs. That's why they're not going to want to not just let them in right. the last game of the season. Right. That's why everyone's like, oh, it's not going to mean anything. Well, it will. Well, you don't want to just let nah. your division opponent right. in. No, Dallas is not going to sit down late. No, 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 they're not. Like If the stats situation, Dallas is playing that game, which means he right. – Oh, I mean, Callie, Callie's watching, you said? Yeah, I see. Like, so the Eagles Callie, are – So, Eagles, Callie, just so you know, you have some moments on the best of, or we're going to get to in about 10 minutes. The Eagles are one and two in the division now. Put like, some more quarters realistically, the they have to win two out of these last three. Yeah. And then they still might not make it. But that being said, I think they make it at nine and eight. I just think it breaks down and nine, they make – If they win nine games, they're getting you're Right. I think they yeah. make it at nine and eight. Really? Yeah. But that means that Minnesota's got to lose yeah, two. Of them. I do. I just think that's the way it'll break down. I think the Eagles are getting that last spot. But so you think that you think that Minnesota's going to lose two of the last I three? I do Minnesota because you can Detroit and Chicago. Yes, I do because you can never count on Kirk Cousins. You can never count on Kirk. And he's the Vikings, been, he's been pretty good. This he year. has, but the Vikings are always pretty good. Always. This is, this is you know, old. since Kirk Cousins has been in Minnesota, they're always pretty good. And there's always something with prime time where he just doesn't exactly they lose always lose a game that they shouldn't. Like you know what I mean? So like I, this is old school, late '80s, early '90s NFC football, where you got to call, call, fight to get in. So I mean, we're at we're at where we at. So sort of yeah, but you know what? But the thing is, is that like. None of us expected. All of us expected like six wins. Say it straight like, up. The fact is, that we're nuh-uh, even nuh-uh. this is all house money a little well, bit. Gary called him what? What? Ten and seven? No, we both had him at nine. Gary and I both had him at nine. All yards. right, I had him at seven and ten. So like, the fact that I'm we're not t- him at six and eleven. The fact that we're talking about the playoffs with them right now, like, Pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hats off. Sirianni's done a good job. It's like, gravy. Yeah. Hats yeah. off, man. Yeah. I'm going to take a piss and have a cigarette before the. No, pistol. leave it. Don't bring. Don't. Take well, hurry it. up. You got to do popcorn too. Yo, take this beer no, with you. Me. It's uh, Ryan. It's Ryan and Mike. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's let's do popcorn and then we'll do best of. All right. All Sound right. good? All right. So uh, Ryan's got. So we have a couple more years left. And Ryan's got 2018. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you if you don't guess number one, like number okay. ten, Fantastic Beast. The, Crimes of Grindelwald. Number nine. Number nine. Deadpool two. Yeah, not uh, not as good as the first one, but good, but good. Uh, number eight. Mission Impossible Fallout. Frosty the Dopehead. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. I never saw it. I mean, I seen the first Mission Impossible movie. 
I seen the first Mission Impossible movie, didn't see one since. Oh, I never saw it. Number seven, Venom. I didn't see that either. It's the first one's. All right, yeah, the first I, one's I good. I don't like it. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it's all right. The second one's soft. Number six, Bohemian Rhapsody. I knew that was gonna be on there. I thought that was gonna be. That was good. Somewhere in the top that was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, number four. This number I, five, right? I like the you part when he comes five. back as a zombie. Oh, number five. An AIDS zombie. What? I like the part when he comes back from an, like an AIDS zombie. I think I'm thinking of a different movie. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. The Return of Queen. Twenty yeah. years later. The effects Magic Johnson. Oh, you think Adam Lambert is the AIDS zombie? Could be. Yeah, I think there he you is, go. Yeah. All right, number five, Aquaman. Okay. It was, yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, straight up. Number three, number four. I don't care. This movie was awesome. The Incredibles 2. Yeah, that yeah, movie yeah, was yeah, awesome. Yeah, they do a nice job of those. Yeah. Um, number three, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Interesting. I think I saw it. It's the second one with Chris Pratt. That's the second one? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Sorry. yeah, it was. Number two, Black Panther. Okay. Do you remember that movie, Mark? Not much. No, no, no. I watched it later on. Mark. Sean, and, Sean and I were uh, pretty ripped when we went to go see that movie. Yeah, Mark, Mark and I went, and we got we kept getting pictures of New Belgium. It was at the tavern, it was a, movie, movie tavern. tavern. Right. Oh, nice. Our wives were uh, yeah, they were not happy. Not with happy us. with us. Yeah. No. I guess you guys didn't drive. No, and, then, and then he stole the picture. And then we, did, and then we couldn't walk either. No. And like, what, what was your favorite part? I was like, I don't fucking know. Oh, I don't remember. The I don't part remember. where I went and got another beer. All right, number one. Number one, come on. The first. Uh, if, um, Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. Avengers of, okay. Yo, that, that was good. Yo, the Infinity War made worldwide box office $2 billion, 44 million <laughs> for a movie. $540,523. Jesus Christ. Wow. $2 billion. $2 billion that movie made. Wow. All right, I'm grabbing a, uh, um, grabbing another drink. So I'm gonna, hit, I'm do some and I'll, I'll come down and do All right. So Cal wants to know about Cal wants to know about in the top eleven, Marvel had three movies that year. You had Black Panther, um, and the Avengers, and fucking Ant Man and the Wasp, number eleven. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Cal wants to know Ghostbusters. No, Cal, uh, Ghostbusters the year before. And it was it wasn't in the top ten. I think I had it at like twenty or something the year before. So yeah, it did not make it. Actually, the movie I'm going to see tomorrow. No spoilers, but uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Okay. That was really yeah, good. I hear it's good. I hear that it. was really uh, good. The an, it's an animated yeah. thing. It's oh. pretty. Yeah, that's. It was really good. Though. Yeah. Um. Oh, number thirty-two, A Quiet Place. Good movie. Good the second movie. one was okay. The first I've one. Seen was, the second first one, yeah. one was better. It's quiet yeah. since Gary left. That scene <laughs> when she gives birth. Oh my god, dude! Like oh. I, I watched that on an airplane. <laughs> we were going to Ireland. No, yeah, we were going to Ireland, and I watched that. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Both of us are like cringing, like, oh Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> number forty-two, Creed two. Good movie. Yeah, dude, good. I'm gonna trade with. <laughs> you know he's doing that. They're doing Creed three, but Sylvester and, Stallone has nothing to do with it. And he was also oh. in Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, K- uh, Killmonger. Yes. Um, oh, Matt cut me. Matt, you got cut you. You can't win, man. I can't feel my yikes. All right, you're good. Go ahead, Mike. All right, 2019. 2019. You're a sick fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was yesterday. This is, the, this is the show that almost didn't happen. 
Uh, All right. So I'll start by saying, I don't know if this is a record yet, but pretty interesting. Walt Disney had the top six um, movies. Holy shit. All right. So seven of the top eight. I know one's Lion King, the live action Lion King, I think. That'd be correct. Yeah. Holy shit. Top six. All right. All right. Well, so be starting with the top ten, we got. Okay. 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 It chapter two. Is you know, that Leo Getz? Yes, it is. <laughs> That's Leo Getz from Lethal Weapon. Okay. 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 They beat the snot out of him in that movie. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they punched him in the face. <laughs> they beat him up to death. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 You need to put that on the soundboard. So it chapter two, not great. Nah, nah, I, I didn't like that one. Uh, number nine, good movie, Joker. Yes, it was. I, I haven't seen. It was good. Yeah, it's you fucked up. It it's dark. Yeah, he said yeah, that. it's really dark. Yeah, it's scary, okay. scary okay. shit. Number eight, the first of the seven Disney movies. Hmm. Aladdin, the live Aladdin, which is oh. pretty good. Uh, I saw Will that. Smith. I didn't like it. I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Aladdin, though. I like the... Which oh, I do, too. I just didn't... I, eh. Okay. 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 <laughs> it's all right. I love Every it. time he says okay. <laughs> Every time someone says okay, that's coming. That's, that's great. Okay. Number seven, Spider-Man, Far From Home. Okay. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not say it? Okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> number six, the first Disney is a Star Wars. Star uh, Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Ah, Christ! Did I? I swear to God, I am not doing it on purpose. He's stuck now. It's stuck uh, in his head. It's like, like dee, 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 all right. Goddamn. Fuck. Okay. Number five, Captain Marvel. Okay. Okay. She got a lot. She got a lot of. She got a lot of hate for that. Brie Larson. I, I don't really. I don't really? understand. I thought she was good in it. I yeah, thought the movie was decent. She's a nice rat. It was a bad. Uh, number four, Toy Story four. Hmm. Never saw. It. I didn't see the fourth one. I didn't see the fourth one. I can't believe that it did that well. Fix that mic. I got it. Our fans want to hear you. Number three. I want to hear you on the mic. I'm here. See. Number three is Frozen 2. Hmm. Yeah, let it blow. No, that was the first one. Yeah, oh, somebody's blowing. Second one like was ben Simmons. That's another one. The first one was better. Ben yeah, the first one was better. I mean, it was all right. Number two is The Lion King. Okay, I had a feeling that was... Okay, okay. I had a feeling that was in the, uh, in the list. <laughs> so the last one is a Walt Disney movie. Thank God. <laughs> what do you think? See your Schwartz is as big as mine. Oh shit! No, it was not Spaceballs. Space <laughs> uh, number one. I bet she gets good helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, on the plane, some dude said Spaceballs, the T-shirt. He had a shirt. I was like, that's fucking awesome. That's on the way back to Philly. Um, man, I I don't know. I don't know. I can't I can't think of uh what it would be. Avengers and Endgame. Oh, all right. Oh. I wasn't thinking Avengers. Of course, of course, it was, of course that it was. Avengers Overload. 
Yeah. yeah. What's an Avengers Overload? You told yeah, shit. And yeah, and game is number one. Yeah, of course it was. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking Disney, but yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. That was one. So right. I I don't know if you were still on when I said that Disney had the top six and seven out of the top eight movies in 2019. Star Wars and Marvel shit. Yeah, pretty Star much. Wars, Marvel, and live action um, Aladdin, Lion yeah. King, live action and Lion King, and Toy Story, Frozen Two and Toy Story. It's okay. a conglomerate, dude. Yep. It's like, oh my god, okay. it's gonna own entertainment. Okay, yep. okay. yeah. Hey, Sean. Okay, so some. Okay. This beer reminds me of fucking dilemma song, Snake Charmer. <laughs> He's Charmer. Yes. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'll see you at McDonald's. That's the wrong song. But well, whatever. Thanks, man. All right, so ready number fourteen. Some honorable mentions. John Wick, <laughs> Chapter 3. Oh, it's good. good when he fights Boban yeah. in the fucking yeah. library. Oh, that was awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah, it was. That sounds, that's, like, that sounds that's like, like, something. like earlier in the movie with a, that, that room that has all the swords and shit. Yeah. Yo, that was bad. Oh, yeah. Boban, yeah. yeah. that I sounds like somebody named a farter lady. I'm going to watch them again. <laughs> Sean, so watch them like the they're, they're, they're all the same movie over and over again, but they're still good. Yeah. That's because Keanu Reeves kills it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Cut, 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 cut. Um, they fuck you in a drive-thru. <laughs> number 18 is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great good, movie. Good movie, yes. yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah. that oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was a great one with the they, twist at the end. The end was great. Yeah. They, like no, the spoilers, end, no spoilers. The whole movie was worth it. Yeah. Like, cause I ain't gonna lie. When I was like, when I was watching that. big middle finger to fucking... Manson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. when I was watching it, I know I was like, all right, it's good, but like, what the we fuck is going on, going on going here? On here? Yeah. And then the end. Yeah. The end. That scene, with that scene when Pitt walks into the, the house by himself, uh-huh. I was like, he, he's going to die. Yeah, so I thought so too. Yeah. And he does. Jack- uh, and he does. He yep. does die. Yep. Yep. If he dies, he dies. All right, get him, Mike. So number 20 was top five, even though it came out December of 2018 last year. And it's top twenty. It made the top twenty. Avengers. Aquaman. Oh, Aquaman! Really? Aquaman. Well wow. done, DC. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was all right. Dick oh, Cox. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you talk about a man that will give a man a woody. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, I hear where he's like. It's, it's not that extreme. It's not that extreme. Come on, man. But if he walks in and your girl likes him, you don't have a girl anymore. Uh, <laughs> and my girl is like, like she loves him. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. She wants me. She keeps telling me to grow my hair long. He's I'm a big like, Metallica well, fan. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Yo, so I'd, I'd, probably, Ryan, I'd probably fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> you probably get you backstage. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, if, if you watch a Jason Momoa movie, where look girl, at you. You're, you're fucking 48% <laughs> Oh, definitely. You scrum a little bastard. You want to watch Aquaman? Yeah. All right, come on. Yeah, game, Mike. Come on, we got to get moving. Yeah, them boys. Aquaman. We got fucking. Yeah, them boys are collapsing. No, none of them do. All right, number 32 is Rocket Man. Rocket Man! Rocket Man! I didn't see it. Bohemian Rhapsody was a lot better. Yeah, that was like a musical thing. That was a little weird. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. went off the deep end there. Yeah, I wanted to see a musical. Smell a week smell. I wasn't here. I was on Lancaster. I went to see a musical. It was a Christmas, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was all right. Yeah. And I, I yeah. ain't going to lie. I've always been intrigued with a musical. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm into that. You just, but like, you just want some culture, I, that's all. I want to know what the hubbub's about. Go see yeah. Book of Mormon. Yeah, yeah dude, I want, yeah. I want to. I want to. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. I want to, dude. 
Forty-five wives. You're All right, I got like four more. You're, you're fucking land. everything in Zombie yeah. Land. The, front, the second Double tap. Yeah. Right. yeah. Number thirty-nine. Yeah. You didn't see the second one, Sean? Oh shit, Callie. Hold on. Just like a bunch of men. Callie men. said he can't stand Elton John, but he likes Billy Joel. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, I, I, dumb. What? What? Yeah. I'm simple. That's that's a little. Uh, there's only a few songs I can get down with with Elton John. I yeah, but, but I love Billy Joel. Really? Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I like Elton John. I, like, I like, like Elton John. Fucking Philadelphia Freedom. Yeah, right. right. I like that song. I like Goodbye, Benny and the Jets. Yellow brick road. Oh, Benny and the Jets. in the best of, I think song. we have some Man Elton Across John the Water. Shit. I'm pretty is, sure. You have to. Man Across the Water might be my, my favorite Elton John song. Jesus? Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Man Crocodile Across the Water. Rock. Do you remember Man, Man Across the Water? Crocodile Rock. I probably do, yeah. I just don't. Sing it for me, Mike. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's a good song. Right. Come on, we gotta get to the best. Yeah. Though. We do. Oh, oh now you're telling us. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was. I, didn't see it. I thought it was good. I yeah, didn't see it. Linda Hamilton makes his makes her return. I thought it was good. I liked it. Okay, I didn't see it. We're both big Terminator fans. Yeah. Like I, right. I don't like, like the whole Carl's drapes yeah. thing. That could, that was kind of fucking weird. But I liked everything else about it. Talk about Oops. it losing. The, the, the bad Terminator was badass, man. Oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 it was a T one thousand and a T one hundred one. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. One eight nine two six seven dash one. All right, Eight, number six, six, seven, seven five, three, oh, nine. <laughs> Jenny, I got your number. I need to make you mine. I'm going to paint my children. All right, number 47, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. What was it? Uh, that's right. That the Mr. Rogers uh, movie. Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers right. movie. That was uh, Tom Hanks, Hanks right? Never Mr. seen yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, was, was the song by Corn the theme song for it? Was it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. Mr. Robinson. Mr. Robinson. Dirty. Mr. Robinson. He don't pay his rent. The landlord's knocking at the door. So Mr. Robinson's going to climb out the window. That was great. It was a different apartment every week. Hello, children. <laughs> Mr. Robinson, take your finger out of an 11-year-old boy's ass. Oh, we got uh, a show to do. Fuck with my ass, man. Shit. Oh, it stinks. All right, All right I think... I th- okay, go ahead. Number 80, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, that, was the, uh, that was the, uh, the, the sequel, the sequel to The Shine. It was yeah. It was okay. Yeah, i never seen it. The Hat. What's her name? Something The Hat. The What's hat. her What's yeah, it? marry Some, the hat or something. Something yeah. like that, yeah. It was yeah, all right. We're, we're a fucking hour. Yeah, it was all right. It's in Wayne. We got the best. Uh, and then Bohemian Rhapsody. Again? Came out in November and still made 88. Oh, wow. Shit. All right. All right, let's get to this, man. Well, there you go. There was the best of. Or, uh, the best of. That was it. That was the best of. Y'all, see you bye. Merry Christmas. All right. So, before we get to this, I just want to say... Thank you, guys, the listeners, um, first and foremost, for sticking with us Even for another year. <laughs> for another yeah, year. Straight up, man. Like, this is a lot of fun. Um, I think we would probably still do it if nobody listened. But like, <laughs> I, I listen. We, we do do it when no one listens. Yeah, but thank, at home, at <laughs> thanks, work, man. There's some loyal. In my car. <laughs> there's some loyal followers that, that the biggest one's probably right here. You got Dave Peterson. You got oh, Ka- Sean yeah. Callahan. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Pooch. We, got, we got a couple new new fans yeah, that are following yeah. us now. Like it's, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Those are the diehards, man. We know who the diehards are, but, but there's a ton of people out there who don't join us on the live feeds that listen in. That listen can, in. I yeah. mean, I, I we I you know I see the numbers. Like people are listening, and we appreciate that, and we thank you guys so much. Like and, I want I want to get into thanking the guests. And, well, I was gonna say, like, and for like, for those who don't join us live, you're not going on notice. Like we appreciate it, and and if if you ever want the chance to you know be a part of the show, just call. You know, join in. Free you know, usually it's Friday nights, yeah. and you get you be a part of the chat. You know, get thrown in. So, uh, but bring, bring hey, it's cool if you don't. That's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead, Gary. I just want to thank we we've, I mean, through this entire year, there's been some special guests. But we'll hear a lot of them on there now. We'll yes. hear basically all of them. Yes. I think we play all of them. The, yeah. the one we won't Incredible. get to hear is because we lost the show, but I, I want to give a shout-out to Mark McMillan. Yes, sir. Uh, we had a great time with him this year in the summer at the local yeah. tap in Lansdale. Hung out with him for a while. It was it was awesome. So I want to thank Mark McMillan. He's, he's not a part of this montage here because uh, we lost the audio, but, yeah. Hashtag Mark show. McMillan, you're the shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> and Bear Brooks was there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep, Bear Brooks. Yep, big dude. Hundred percent. Well, that being said, let, let's get let's get to it. All right, here we go. So the next the next hour and forty five minutes is uh, best of 2021. Uh, for those watching, you're gonna just basically be watching this. Mike wiping his face. What is that? He's flipping his face. Yo, Mike, you got some snot. Get that, get that, get that. No, it's not the snot. I'm growing a beard now. I got a little bit of the cream and the, the yeah, milk the on the cream. Did oh, you? He's, oh, yeah, the he's cream. got the cream in his face. How long have you been right. working on that beard, Mike? About a week. Seven not weeks. bad, not bad. Uh, he's growing a playoff beard. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. All not right. the beard. I got just a, this here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, here we wish. go. This is a week. <laughs> it's like beach fuzz. What do you mean, beard? 2021 best of coming at you right now. <laughs> Another year is in the books, filled with laughs, screams, beers, and guests. We will now play back some of our favorite moments, so enjoy the year in review. Oh, Mike, by the way, I had a random thought, too. I was thinking about this I was in the shower. Uh, you and I have been friends since before either one of us could get hard. That's pretty wild. That's what you're thinking about in the shower. Yeah, yeah it was. That's it, what you're thinking about. It was a random shower, thought. Right? I was like, "Huh? How about that?" So you and Mike were friends before you see Kay and Woody. Yeah, is that something? Well, that's yeah. funny. You think about that in the shower. I think about Gary's dogs while I'm in the shower. <laughs> um, he starts to come and then he pulls out. Uh, about Peterson getting fired. Did, did you see it coming? And, and now that he is gone, what was your reaction? Um. Well, I I didn't see it coming. To be honest, I mean, I thought as the season wore on that he was in trouble. And I thought after they lost to Washington that he'd be fired. I thought that Monday he'd be fired. And then him and Howie Roseman came out and talked together and put on this unified front. Like, so I just kind of assumed, well, he's back. And then, um, you know, Lori and him met on Tuesday and Lori didn't think it went real well. So he brought him down to Florida to talk some more. And, and I knew once that meeting was reported that, he had to go to Florida, you know, and talk to the principal. It's like uh, it's like Henry Hill. When, when they asked Henry Hill to do that job down in Florida, he's like, I knew if I went, I would never come home. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where Doug went from there, but uh, he's still in the wind. So, yeah, that's, that's my thought. I would have liked to have seen him have another year. I think that this is the first truly bad year. I mean, it's gone downhill, but this is the first truly bad year that he's had 
But then again, I feel that this team's a mess, but it doesn't even matter. So, how about you? Um, Go ahead, Riley. Where I'm, where I'm at on that, um, it's hard to take away the Super Bowl year. I, it, it's hard to do that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I will. You will always be indebted to me. You'll always hold a special place in my heart. You brought us our ring, and in our life, we might not see another one. So, um, thank you, dog. But besides the Super Bowl year, you're an under 500 coach, and our franchise quarterback has regressed. What's more important here, Carson Wentz getting right or keeping Doug Peterson? That's where I'm at with it. So thank you for the memories. Thank you. But it just would, for whatever reason, whatever reason it is, the franchise quarterback is more important to get right than keeping Doug Peterson. I'm saying it's trying to get the kids into the sport a little bit. It, it's um, slime. When this team scored a touchdown, there's slime graphics all over the field and SpongeBob. Uh, yeah, the first, yeah it's SpongeBob between the, 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 the uprights. The, the uprights when yeah. they kicked the field. Pretty cool. The first down marker was like this neon bright kind of line. When they scored a touchdown, there was cannons that slimed the yeah. uh, end zone yeah. after it. So. so next year, they already made a proposal that the Cowboys would be played on Comedy Central. said <laughs> <laughs> that I got the Eagles, too. I, honestly, that's where I was going. Yeah. Okay. Like, like I'm not – yeah, Nick Sirianni or whatever. Mike, is it Nick? It's Nick. Nick. So uh, I'm not like, yeah, Nick Sirianni. I thought, oh, that's the right guy. That's the right guy. Right. I wonder if Nick's got a big dick too. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like, um, you know, that he's coming highly regarded. A lot of people saying really good things about him. So let, let's see if he can get in here and, you know, get this team right. It's like, you know, when you need a new head coach, most of the time you're a mess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah. So, again, let's get it. This is is beyond your normal mess. There's a lot of bullshit he's coming into. Yeah, he's he's got, like, over full trash bags trying to take him to the curb. And he's like, what what am I picking up? What am I going to keep? And the trash men are telling him you can't put too much out at one time. He's got a quarterback that's disgruntled. He's got a cap situation that he's got to deal with he's got players that he's he's not going to have it's it's a mess so quick question while we're on this guys um, I, I mean i hope he's got a, an extended prescription for fucking percocet because he's going to need them what's up brother how you doing jordan hall nbc philly how are you jordan? checking in i'm doing well how are you guys we're, we're good man thanks for coming on we're drunk my pleasure but i appreciate you guys having me Studied journalism at Ryder University in New Jersey. Dude, Ryder grad right here, brother. Yeah. You were a Ryder grad? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's awesome. What year were you? You don't mind me asking. So I went back. I graduated in 2009. Look at fucking Gary. I went back. (laughs) I I was continuing studies. I I went back in 2019. and uh, Facebook friends and everything and talk. Yeah, we might have to. Summa cum laude. laude, That's all I got to say, guys. So fuck you, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I, gra- awesome. I yeah I graduated 2019. I went back. Uh, I, I went cool. back from a bachelor. So yeah, good for you. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, I loved it there. Four years graduating in 2012. Uh, I'm from this area. I'm from uh, Brumall in Delaware County, so I'm born and raised in the Philadelphia area. But went to school in New Jersey. And uh, awesome. uh, yeah, Delco. Yeah, um, oh, that's awesome, man. And then uh, yeah, you, uh, 
did a lot of internships in college, and I knew I wanted to write about sports. And uh, one of my internships was at that at that time it was Comcast Sportsnet, CSN Philly, and then um, you know stayed in touch, uh, and then ended up uh, joining part time in 2012, right after I graduated, and worked there for about part you know part time for about four four plus years, um, kind of doing web production, and but I always wanted to write so more and more opportunities came about for writing um but always did the web production side of it and then uh hopped on board full time uh during the 2015-16 season and they just kind of happened to have a need at flyers uh for coverage there before we really get into the flyers i got a a question so who's the coolest person you've met like because of where you work like like oh my god like where you became like completely starstruck maybe that's a good question um us. I would say, actually, uh-huh. before, what's that? Us. Yeah, yeah definitely. That, definitely, <laughs> this is at the top of the chart by far. It's not even close. So, aside from this, <laughs> aside from this, I would say, actually, uh, before I got onto Flyers, I, I did some Phillies coverage for us, kind of whenever they needed it. And um, I covered Roy Holiday a few games oh, uh, cool. before, at the, at the end of his career. And uh, th- that was a guy that I grew up watching. I was in high school and college when uh, he was in his peak, and the Phillies were obviously ripping Thank off God. division titles. Yeah, yeah. So to, to, to be able to be in a group interview uh, standing right next to Roy Holiday, that was pretty surreal for me. That was a guy that, again, I just admired growing up. I was a fan growing up, and then here I was. I had to go to a game and not be a fan. I had to do it unbiased, and um, – that was pretty cool. That was a thrill, and and I'll never forget being around Roy Holiday. That was, that probably for me comes to mind. Do you have a dog? Don't don't answer that question, Jordan. Don't answer. Do, uh, <laughs> there, all right. So there's an inside. You have a dog. It's my, it's my parents' dog, though. So you can't. What kind of dog is it? A uh, golden retriever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. What, what's his By name? By far, I think my favorite breed of dog is golden retriever, and our family loves him. What's its name? Uh, Charlie. My family's a big Phillies family, so we grew up Phillies fans. Uh, my brother actually works for the team, and uh, so a uh, big Charlie Manuel fan, so we, we named him after Charlie Manuel, so his name's Charlie. Nice. What, yeah, yeah. What's his favorite peanut butter? <laughs> don't answer that. <laughs> now you're getting the joke, Jordan. Now you're getting I'm the joke. Sure. I, I don't want him to be a dog sitter. Well, I, you know, the other day I get my envelope, I open it up, I put the dildo on there, I put the vibrator down, and I put the other vibrator down. She's, I said, why? You want to use them? (laughs) (laughs) See, like, I called the number that was on there, and I got some guy, it was some old guy, he was like, hello. I said, hi, is this Mike Litt? He said, no. <laughs> I said, he said, who's this? I said, well, I just received a box of porn with Mike Litz and this phone number on it. Dude, he was like, I just, like, he was baffled. Oh, he didn't know man. what the fuck I was talking about. So, so the old lady says to me, who's Mike Litt? I said, say that real fast. Mike Litt. I said, say it faster. Mike Litt. I said, you don't see it, that it's a joke? She's like, no, what are you talking about? I said, my clit. <laughs> I said, say it fast. She's like, oh. Speaking so of. Yesterday, she's standing in the kitchen, 
and she's looking at, and she sees a guy, he's taking pictures of my house. So she's like, what the fuck is going on here? I said, you get, she says, you get a bag of dicks. Now you got a guy taking pictures of the house. I said, I don't got nobody doing nothing. I don't know nothing about this. Oh my God. It's got to be a fiend. It, it's, it's oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. It's not Mark. I already talked to Mark. Straight up. Yeah, it's not Mark. I got to tell you, though, this week I got, I got to share an intimate story. So so she was standing in the kitchen, and she was she was making breakfast for us. And uh, she was wearing only the T-shirt that she sleeps in. So I was like, I walked in, you know, I was barely awake. And she turned me, she goes, you got to fuck me right now. I'm like, what? She goes, you got to fuck me right now. So my eyes lit up. I'm like, am I still fucking dreaming? Like, I pinched myself. I'm like, holy shit, this is my fucking luckiest day. I'm like, all right, fuck it. So right on the countertop, we go at it. You know, it's, and right after she goes, thanks, and just turns around and starts making the food. And I'm like, that was fucking weird. Like, what was that all about? And she goes, ah, the egg timer's broken. Because <laughs> of the things he does well. Like, I, I hear exactly. you. But, but, dude, like, when I'm watching him cut underneath the, 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 the rim, and he's got to, all he has to do is just flip it up, and he won't do it. Instead, he's passing it fucking 15 feet outside. It's like. You had the fucking two points right there. What are you doing? And if he would just do that, he could probably get four or six more point four or six more points a game. He's he's scared. He's scared of missing. He's scared of failing. Well, guess what, Ben? Your team's gonna fail if you don't pick up your fucking game. Yeah. So in essence, you are failing. Like, get it through your fucking head. I'm putting that on best. Like, that was a good fucking line right there. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like he's he wouldn't be going in blind, you know. Right. Oh, speaking of blind, um, did you guys ever have sex with a deaf girl before? <laughs> it's like beating a baby seal. <laughs> My walls are wet. <laughs> so, the most important question. The, the most important question. Masturbate. <laughs> The most important question I'll, uh, I'll ask you, TK, of the night, most likely. I mean, sports, okay. sports are one thing, and you know what right. you do and, and for a living and how long you've been doing the show and all that. That's all great. What are you drinking, brother? Oh, well, hey, good good point. Because uh, first off, I want to say, hey, great job last week. The Down the Way Dave podcast was absolutely amazing. I mean, you know, we all go through losses, and, you know, we all deal with, a whole bunch of shit and just what you guys did last week was absolutely fantastic so right. just want to give you a, a huge kudos for that um nice, but right. down the way dave i heard he likes uh, uh there you go. so you know i had to you know i had to bring I had to bring the coors light on the show dude, that's awesome man that's yeah. great nice. yeah well done dude I and uh, we appreciate that thank you yeah. very much that was a yeah. whole show last week and it seems like it went over very well thank no you. it was it was fantastic i don't know dave but Right. I sure sure shit felt like I did after the show. That was, I mean, it was awesome. So. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a coworker text me, um, and she said that uh, she's like, "Yeah, I didn't know Dave, but after listening to the show, <laughs> he seems like a guy that I want to sit down and have a beer with." Yeah, exactly. Or exactly. And, we, and me and Dave have a couple things in common. Uh, one is I too have glaucoma. So. <laughs> <laughs> About Paperboy, I remember playing that the first time. I'm throwing the papers. It's hitting the fucking glass, and my daughter says to me, "Dad, you're losing points. You can't throw it through the glass." And I said, "Yes, I can. It's fun. I'm from Kensington. I'm going to keep doing it." And I just kept throwing it through the glass. 
<laughs> just give me the remote. I hope yep. they add a feature in the new NCAA. Well, that was the best part. The NCAA football game. I, I said I hope. So the, the best part was breaking shit. Oh yeah, Sorry. breaking yeah. the win- yeah breaking the windows and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I love breaking shit. I, I was thinking like the, the best part like in the new NCAA football game like if you add like a feature like you know if you choose Penn State you gotta like avoid the showers as best you can. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. I knew once there was anything that had to do to any, the NCAA that Sean was going to pull the Penn State. You're, yeah, yeah, you got to hide. The, you got to hide the French ticklers. Yeah, yeah. Your assistant coach is asking you to go to the movies with him. Do you accept? Yes or no? And you're like, you know, I don't know. Fucking, I want to be a starter on the team. And you say yes. Next thing you know, your leg's getting rubbed, and the controller's vibrating as it's happening. You're like, oh, this feels so real. Next thing you know, you're on your knees in the shower. Yeah. You start slipping out of your hand because of the soap on the rope. <laughs> yeah, like it slips. <laughs> so, TK, you happy you joined them? No, 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 no to self. Say no. Always say, say no. no. Say no. Hit the, uh, hit, hit the circle button. Circle, uh, circle, circle. Yeah. yeah, hit the circle button. I wonder what John Cheney would have done with Jay Wright's teams. Probably threw chairs at him. Yeah. Villanova would have been all black. <laughs> Polsky just uh, threw up something here. Rules only accomplish sliding this 16-year-old. Even though if they were 16. Speaking of 16, um, I don't know if I ever told you, but I lost my virginity to a 16-year-old. And I, I mean, remember, a wet I remember, pussy's a wet pussy. I remember having this conversation with my dad, and my dad's like, what, who? And I said, Sarah from next door. And he goes, son, you know, that poor girl's mentally disabled. And I said, I know, dad, but you told me my first time she'd be with someone special. <laughs> Sean, that might be one of the best ones. Every star we have. Allen Iverson, as greatly loved as Allen Iverson is in this town, there are people who fucking hated Allen Iverson who wanted him out day one. Day one, they wanted him out. And I'm not even a basketball fan, and how could you hate him? Eric Lindros. Eric Lindros never won a cup. No, he did not ever win a cup. He had injury issues. That's not his fucking fault he had concussions. But Eric Lindros is one of the greatest Philadelphia Flyers ever played. They fucking hated him in this town. Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt, the greatest third baseman to ever play in Philadelphia. The greatest third baseman ever to play baseball. Yeah, like the greatest third baseman ever. They fucking hated Mike Schmidt because he didn't connect with the fans here. This fan base yeah. is a fucking disgrace when it comes to stuff like this. I, I, I'm alienating our fan base. If anyone's listening to the show at three hours and two minutes into the show, <laughs> sorry, not fucking sorry. <laughs> sorry, not fucking sorry. You're fucking scumbags. Sean, I, I, I 100% agree with you. This fan base is so, like, like it's entitled. Like, and, like, this fan base is entitled. Like, they no don't sense. appreciate what they have. 503 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. And the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh, why? 
Is this taking place in a Super Bowl? The difference between like calling and checking in and kind of making an offer, and I think a lot of teams call in just to try and gauge the market. Like, okay, you know, Stafford went for this price, so what's Wentz going to go for in case I want to go after a different quarterback? I kind of know what to offer, you know, when I make that call. And I think that a lot of that was because as we've seen it settle down, there's really not a lot of interest in Wentz. Um, the, you know, the Colts are obviously interested. The Bears are co- obviously interested. They say there's some mystery teams out there, um, but none of them are really stepping up with a really formidable offer. And I think, you know, that's the challenge is, you know, is when you have a player coming off the season that he's come off of and someone who's regressed the past three years, the market's not going to be high on them because the way the salary cap's set up, if you're going to pay a one, you know, you're going to do it on a quarterback and, you know, granted you're taking more of a risk. Um, but if you draft a quarterback, is it really that much more of a risk than trying to rebuild somebody who's been regressing for three years? Also, and also the, cheaper if you draft one. Yeah, well, you're right. It's cheaper. Well, it's much cheaper in the salary cap. So that's the thing is, and now some of these teams that are better might not be in position to go up and get, a first round pick. And I think that's why you wouldn't get, um, you wouldn't see them offer like any more than a one because if the team like the Colts are, they're not going to offer two ones because again, they could probably get into the top 10 with two ones and, you know, draft a quarterback that they could build around that they can have, you know, under, you know, with the cheap cap for the five-year window and all that. So I, I think that that's kind of part of it is that I think there are a lot of teams that would probably take a shot on Wentz if he was, like, released, but they're not going to give significant capital for a quarterback who's been regressing. Looking at the entire – what Ryan just said, and I had this written down because I want to bring this up, and this is a perfect time to bring it up. Yeah. Winning the Super Bowl, the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, was that the worst thing that could have happened to Carson Wentz? I think so. I think it really was. Um, just from the fact that it, he put so much pressure on himself afterwards and – you know, it's – he didn't respond the right way, you know, in 2017. I think he admitted that himself. Uh, and then, you know, when he came back in 2018, I think it's it kind of like the situation cultivated into his weaknesses, right? So it almost like fed into his weaknesses. So he puts all this pressure on himself. He has to perform at a certain level. And then, you know, some of the bad habits that he has, like maybe as far as like not listening to coaches and wanting things done his way and that sort of thing, uh, thinking that he knows best. You know, that gets ramped up because it's like he has something to prove now. You know what I mean? And instead of just being a rookie and or a second-year guy, you throw in, this is your team, let's take baby steps. You know, that immediate success, I think, you know, did hurt his development. But ultimately, it comes down to the player. And it's true. How about six, that? Sixers three-point shooting when Ben Simmons is on the court. 40.7, second best in the NBA. Sixers three-point shooting when Ben Simmons is off the court. 29% worse than the NBA. Wow. The shit this dude does for the team, you don't see on a stat sheet. Let's see. Hey, look, Gary, I'm going to ask Ryan. Uh, Aaron Rodgers won MVP. Not to backtrack for the listeners, but Aaron Rodgers won MVP. He's only one of two players to ever win three MVP awards and only one ring. Who's the other one? Gary's, MVPs, Gary uh, goes. Brett Favre? Nailed it. Gary goes, Tom Brady? Come on, bro. I'm hammered. Um, speaking of hammered, uh, Leon Spinks, they hammered up that fucking coffin, <laughs> didn't they? <laughs> 1992, Mike Tyson is convicted of raping Desiree Washington in Indiana. That's it. 
<laughs> Nobody was fucking with Tyson in prison. Would you? Dude. No, no fucking way, dude. In 1997, I, I, I just like see Tyson. I just, like, I'm just gonna suck your dick. Go ahead. In 2002, oh, the yeah. 51st NBA All Star MVP was who? 2002. In 2002? 2002, 2002 yeah. was it wasn't it wasn't Allen Iverson? No, no, it was that was the first. Another guy from Pennsylvania, Kobe Bryant. You got it. 19... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, Gary. I'm sorry. In 2002, that was the first NBA All Star. No, fifty first. Oh, I, 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 all right, all right. I'm sorry. I was talking over Gary. I'm OJ Simpson. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just, I'm just chiming in. You listen to me, you fucking Sean Connery, Sean Connery looking motherfucker. <laughs> I'll cut you if you bring up my name during this segment again. Don't you ever right. fucking bring my name up again. Two more facts. Oh, you give me facts. I'll give you a fact. You, I'll give you a scenario. My fucking ass is innocent. Don't you scenario me, guy. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? I'm fucking motherfucking OG Simpson. I ran for 2,000 motherfucking yards playing for the Buffalo Bills. I, I rolled down the steps in the stadium in a wheelchair <laughs> Doing the Naked Gun movies. Yo, remember when he got stuck under the bus? Then, I went to fucking. A, I went to Detroit. I ended like, up in mother. In Detroit. I, I ended up in motherfucking Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> I'm fucking OJ. I, I was head and shoulders above the rest. Don't you fucking dare fucking bring this up to me. I was in fucking Detroit making calls for the American people. Dude, he's like every bad fucking villain in Bond who gives away the plot. <laughs> he's like, first I'm going to cut your balls off with this laser, and the second I'm going to run away, and I was trying to steal all that money. OJ, I know it's you. I can hear your voice. No, man, it ain't me. This ain't my fucking plan. I'm just telling you, if I was OJ, if I had done it, I would have written a book about it, and I would have told you how it went down. Carson Wentz was traded. Carson Wentz is a goner here in Philadelphia. We we, we kind of knew it was going to happen. Uh, we we kind of had a feeling that it was going that way with all the reports that were coming through. And then it started kind of dying off, and you're like, oh, maybe he's not going to get traded. Maybe this isn't going to happen. Gonna, maybe it was nah, all there was, bullshit. There was, never, there was never a time where I thought maybe he wasn't getting traded. Well, yeah, so we're getting right into this, huh? Well, some of the, some of the stories, yeah. some, of the, some of the reports that were coming out, though, ended up not being true. There was only one team interested the entire time, and it was the Colts. Most times when a team wins the Super Bowl, they still have enough talent to get back there, at least get close. And we are going into a season now, three years later, we moved to the Super Bowl with a coach that has zero, head coach that has zero experience, an NFL, a quarterback with five games under his belt, and I, we have zero offensive line. We're going to be losing our Pro Bowl tight end. Uh, we don't really know what they're going to do with Cox, Brandon Graham. We still have no clue with what Jason Kelsey. We don't know what they're what they're going to be. If they're going to be staying here. All of this has happened in three years, mm-hmm. and I just I like I said, it all starts with Jeffrey Lurie, and he's not going to be going anywhere. But it's it's till as long as Jeffrey Lurie is the owner, this team is not going to be. It's not going to go back. To Super Bowl. I'm getting ready to bail out, fellas. But like I'm going to go out with this. So I Christ. Uh, yeah, now you can get your point across. You can stop being mad at me. Um, <laughs> not my love, bro. Um, so I, I forget what I was going to say. Today, Junior. Shut the fuck up. 
I, forget, I completely <laughs> forgot what I was going to say. It's not, it's not really important. All right, so I'm going to leave with this. That's, um, I can't believe we got to this point where you had to trade him. Um, this is unprecedented territory. Um, Jalen Hurts, I dog it. I just kicked him off. That's fucked up. Yeah. Me personally, I'll. T- I think everybody deserves a second chance. Abdul Herrera's long care. There's his fucking second chance. <laughs> Abdul Herrera, weed and gone. He's a good weed whacker. Yeah. There's his fucking second chance. That's his. He can make a name for himself there. He lays, he lays down mulch better than anybody I've ever seen. Dude, I tell you what, he he's fast too. He can get it done in like hey, five hey, minutes. Get that lawn done in five minutes, especially on the hot days. Right, Abdul Abdul Herrera. I'm sorry about the black uh, black eye. It wasn't me. Long care. Beat <laughs> the shit out of the, the shit out of the owners of the house. <laughs> We are going right off the jump. We have a very special guest on the line with us. He was an, a member of the 1993 National League champion Philadelphia Phillies. We have outfielder Wes Chamberlain on with us. Wes, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thank you for having me, guys. I guess before we before we get into you know we'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll live the uh, the golden days and all that stuff. But like, what, what have you been up to uh, recently, man? What, what's been going on with you? Well, um, I do, um, well, I published my book about four, what, I think it was 14, 2013, 14, my uh, biography. And my, uh, it's called Title in the Game. So I got that uh, on Amazon. Uh, it's 100 pages. So it's a, a quick study. So I consider that just to be volume one. That's like, just like the introductory. So I got two more, uh, two more stages with that. And uh, I do uh, my private lessons. Uh, for baseball and softball, so that's kicking in high gear right now. So, you know, it's not as as, as you know due to the pandemic, it's not as uh, as fluent because of the pandemic, which is understandable. But yeah. um, um, uh, that's that's, 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 right? that's this part of the year. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's this part of the year for me. And when um, you know, as 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 things go day by day, uh, hopefully. When the weather break uh, and the, uh, when the season starts, uh, then that'll start. That'll kick off my golf season. Are right, you guys ready for a little while you were drunk? That's done. All right. But before we do that, <laughs> before we do that, while you were drunk is brought you to you by BiteLabs.org. BiteLabs.org is a website that allows you to uh, use celebrity uh, cells to create meat so you can you can take james franco's blood cells and create a a, a, a very smooth taste in salami cut the fat like rosie o'donnell <laughs> i didn't know we got another spot oh, fat bitch! you fat bitch you can uh for once give uh ellen degeneres some meat oh Brittany squeals, pork bacon. <laughs> but what about Mrs. Butterworth? But Mrs. But- Mrs. Butterworth, we need to cut off her tits and say Butterworth, Butterworth yeah. syrup. She has a big ass titties, dude. There's like a there's like a quarter ounce of fucking syrup that hangs on her titties. 
You're going to get rid of those titties? <laughs> you might as well lower the price of that syrup. Celebrate our differences. We got to celebrate our differences. Ooga booga doo, ooga booga doo. We got to celebrate our differences. Dude, thank you so much yeah. for joining us, man. Again, as always, it's yeah, been it's, it's been a while. It's nice to see it. Yeah, it's nice to see you here from you again, man. How you been, man? Doing How's good, it? man. Good. Hanging in. Yeah. Enjoying that freaking win last night. I know that. Yeah. yeah. yeah wow. That was, well, you wow. know, it was funny. Last night uh, at the like five minutes into the game, I'm on Monster, like ready to post a job opening for pre-intermission and post-game going, I don't even want to talk about this. I'll hire you now. (laughs) So with Carter, he got – so your environment is ultimately what affects you. And you have to have a really short memory as a goalie because you can't let the way you got beat before affect how you attack the next one. Or NHL players are going to make you look foolish. So he got beat in the one game earlier in the season where he got pulled. And he got beat on the back door on three of the goals. So on his right side, back door. So later in that game, after he got beat three times that way, he gave up the goal to Marshan, and I knew he didn't like it because it was short side. Now, why did he get him short side? Because you're always compensating short side as a goalie. He's off his spot just a little bit because he got roasted three times back door. So he's thinking, I got to load my left leg. I got to be ready to push back door. I got, I'm cheating a little bit now because I'm afraid that guy's going to be there again and unmarked, and he's gonna, they're going to bury me again. I'm trying to think of something like, non-metal that kind of blew me away. Yeah. Dr. Dre the Chronic was on my list. Yeah, that's not on mine. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm be honest. Yeah. Jake, what's one of your most memorable interviews? Interviews? Um, well, I, I remember I was talking to God, this is probably like five years ago. Um, Chris Vandevelde was in in between periods, mm-hmm. not the greatest player. It's not the interview. That's okay. not the part. That's in there. <laughs> good. Um, but it was when Bundy was doing in between the benches, Chris Terrian. And I'm in a room right off the tunnel behind the flyers bench called NBA one. And Bundy, that's where Bundy would come in between periods. That's, that was where we all hung out in there. And um interviewing Vandevelde off the ice. And Bundy always came in like a minute later because he was coming from in between the benches and he comes walking in. And as he walks right by us, he just goes and just fucking farts so loud. I mean, it goes over my mic. And we just couldn't even continue the interview. <laughs> the editor was like, how do I even go forward? I'm like, just get out of here. <laughs> and Bundy's just dying. And, and he was always doing shit like that. MLB announced that uh, June 2nd every year will now be known as Lou Gehrig Day. Um, where they're going to try to raise awareness for ALS. Um, game wide, which is pretty cool. I, I don't know if they're, you know, what's what is actually going to happen there. I'm sure they'll do some video, uh, you know, montage and no all wears number. Everybody yeah. wears number. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think they're coming out with this now. I mean, right? He's been, you know, yeah. I mean, he yeah. died of Lou Gehrig's disease. How did he not see that coming? Right. <laughs> like, how did MLB not see this? This ALS, you know? a long sleep. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck, man? Jones barbecue and foot massage. Jones barbecue and foot massage. Better come down here, get some of this shit. You like to eat? America loves to eat. 
So why not open up somewhere America can sit down, enjoy a meal, and get your feet rubbed? We'll fry anything you want for $5.99. As long as it's friable or edible, we're going to make it deliciable. We will fry parts of the chicken you didn't even know was friable. The beak, the feathers, we'll fry candy bars. All that European stuff that you don't really normally eat, we'll bring it down here and fry it for you. Ask McDonald's to fry something other than what they normally fry. Guess what you're going to get? Nothing. If it fit through the dough, I'll put it in the fry. Hell, this is a dinosaur. All our meats are gently tenderized to their optimum deliciousness. We got fine dinosaur meat. Took my money, paid me, paid child support. Come on down here and get you a slice. Once they get your social security number, it's over. Motivated, 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 motivated. So, friends, let's just decide you don't want no barbecue. Well, that's fine, too. Why not let one of my foot specialists or myself perform our magic? Look at that. Don't they look wonderful? If you really pay me enough, we'll massage your feet in any of these sauces also. Success is the rule down here at Jones. Good-ass barbecue and foot massage. So go ahead and give me a call or find us on the worldwide internets at the new website. That's J-O-N-E-S, BigAssTruckRentalAndStorage.com, backslash Jones. Good-ass barbecue and foot massage. A story for the ages right here. The creative director for the Tokyo oh, no. Olympics open and closing ceremonies oh, no. has had to resign. Did you guys hear about this at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, he had right. to resign yeah. because he had comments that he suggested that a well-known plus-size female comedian uh, known as Naomi Watabe in Japan um, should perform at the Olympic Games as Olympic. <laughs> he basically suggested that she should um, come down from the sky during the opening ceremonies dressed as a pig. Because spider she's... pig, spider pig, does whatever a spider <laughs> Yeah, well, as Pink Floyd's the great pig in the sky, he's playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> are funny. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, so many other... Um, it's like... Empty, I saw, yeah. Empty, yeah. Empty, you're, catch you're, a bottle. You're, you're, you're down there doing your thing and she fucking rips one. You stop. For a second. No. I'm t- I'm, not, I'm watching that ripple through my fucking beard. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, so hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold I'm on. kidding, Ryan. No, hold on. Hold on. So you eat through a queef, but you won't put your tongue in an asshole. No, I'm not eating no ass. Poop comes out of there. <laughs> okay, so it's, Devon- replace, it's uh, Devontae Smith or Slater. Who are you taking? Oh, I'm taking Devontae Smith. Right, because right, don't you- get it twisted. If Devontae Smith's there, I'm taking the, the, the receiver. Don't get it twisted, dude. But if these guys aren't there, I have no problem taking Slater at 12. Peterson, if, uh, them guy- if them guys aren't there. Dave, uh, Dave Peterson said, do you guys take Sewell? Say Sewell's gone at 12. Do you take Slater or 
uh, Darisol. I would. Slater, I don't know much probably. about Darisol. Probably yeah, Slater, uh, right? but I would take Slater because I think that he's a little bit more. He's able to kind of play a couple different positions. He's able to play guard and tackle, apparently. Dude, and, well, and let's, let's just say this: the, Howie Roseman's going to fuck it up. I understand that philosophy. We, we have no reason to think otherwise, but we're stuck with Roseman. So you got to just hope and be optimistic that some uh, a light bulb finally goes off and he figures it the fuck out. I get that, bro, and I understand that philosophy, but he's going to fuck it up. Yeah, but if you're, if you're I, an ugly fuck, myself... well, if you're, if you're an ugly fuck, it doesn't mean that you're not going up and asking a whole bunch of girls out, right? I mean, do you just oh, stop? I don't stop know, asking hey, girls out because you're ugly. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! The head of my dick likes to be wet. Well, there you go. So, I mean, there you. Go. I don't know how to work out for you, Gary. <laughs> so sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's not. Dave Peterson <laughs> said his twenty-first. He woke up in the back of a pino on the way to New York with people he didn't know. Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> Wow. That's awesome. Dude, that's scary. That's scary. Yeah. All right. That's like the time I was in the mansion. Oh, my God. What? I, I, I didn't, all right. So, this was back in the day before I knew any of you guys. So, a couple friends of mine were in a band. <laughs> so, they were doing this. That Like, a bunch of bands were going to this. I don't even remember where it was. It was a basement jam in this mansion up in a rich neighborhood. So, all the bands would play. So, my boy's band played. And I was ripped, dude. Ripped. So, here, like, through the course of the night, I disappear. And now, you know, we're in a strange house, and it's time to go. So, my boy, you're like, yo, where the fuck is Ryan? So, I ended up still on, like, the third floor in this mansion, and I'm in a library, <clears throat> library inside the house. And there's, a kid, like, a leather couch in the library. So, here, they find me. Was it I'm the casting on the couch? couch? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on the couch out cold with this lady just sitting at the desk staring at me <laughs> while I'm sleeping. Just like They come into the room, they wake me up, and I'm waking up, and I see this bitch just sitting there. And they're like, dude. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm wrecked. Like it, <laughs> it was crazy, dude. I forgot to tell you, I was getting a hand job from my ex-girlfriend. I forgot to tell you. Was, Ryan, it, you know, no, no, years ago. I was no. getting a hand job from my ex-girlfriend. I said, right, and I said, how are you so good at this? She goes, she goes, years of practice. And I was like, bit of a player back in the day, weren't you? And she goes, nah, my dad had no arms. <laughs> if the rhythm feels good to you, baby, let me hear you say, oh, 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 oh baby. Tony, Tony, Tony is done. He starts to come and then he pulls out. <laughs> <laughs> like no. this is a solid Phillies team. The, the main the main thing we need from the Phillies, we need them to stay healthy. If they don't stay healthy, then that become that's going to become a problem. Well, I mean, stay, that's no, that's that's even worse for this team because there ain't much behind the the, the starters. There's mm-hmm. nothing there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if if they if the starters and the stars can stay healthy, they, they can they can win a lot of games. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of variables with this team. Oh, a lot of variables. More variables. Got some variables let's, here, son. Let's your variables, son. Tell us your variables. We'll help you out. We'll give you an opinion. We'll let you know if you're right or wrong. We got some variables here. <laughs> let's talk about that. Oh yeah, I'll, let me tell you about your variables. You're only allowed to have the variables if I say you can have them. 
Then we'll tell you if you're right. They're my variables, all of them. I'm glad that Gary's back because I want to bring this up. Uh, Metallica and Elton John apparently have worked on a song together. It's an Elton John project that he's recruiting bands for. Interesting. Yeah, so it's called a Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Mixed with Benny and the Jets. Yeah. Benny, I'm going to stick it where it sweats. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, yellow big road. <laughs> Saturday night's so, all right. Fight fire with fire. Philadelphia <laughs> freedom. <Yum. Rah. laughs> all right, moving on. I just want to piss Gary off. Rock. Uh, That's not a very good variable. Inner, inner rocket, man. Yeah, it some... could be cool, though. I mean, I, I like Elton John. I like Metallica. Why not? Dude, I got I... some new sunglasses. Your candle burned long before. Rah! Crocodile Red Rocket. Pulsey said. <laughs> <laughs> like a candle in the wind. wind. It's just going to be Elton John songs with the rah. Yeah. Rah. <laughs> in case you haven't caught on what we're doing. When I was down, I was a clown. Rah! I was a clown. Rah! And you could tell everybody that this is this your song. Rah! I guess he's not wondering where his dogs are at anymore. Cheers to you, DMX. Cheers to DMX. You know what? I got to be honest. We, we normally do a lot worse with our tributes, and we were actually – Pretty good tonight. I'm actually proud of you guys. Good job. <laughs> Man. At, least he didn't go out, at least he didn't go out like young Clapton. <laughs> what, off a ledge? Oh my God. And there we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something happened to my kid. You want to hear about it? Yeah, Tears in oh! heaven. Oh! <laughs> uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> Let me try Come on. Talk to him while he's on the mob. <laughs> Jesus. He got uh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hideki Matsuyama won the Masters last week. Uh, he he almost, he almost yeah he almost blew the. Uh, he was blew the lead too towards the end. There, he had a five-stroke lead with five holes to go. And well, his he, mom blew aiming him. Yeah, he had a uh, he had oh, a rough kind of like the Sixers. Yeah, he had a rough uh, uh, a rough hole. Like I think it was like hole sixteen or something, fifteen <laughs> He's or got sixteen. A rough hole. And it was getting hairy. It was getting hairy. It was a hairy hole. And how's that hole? A hairy rough hole. It's but, fucking rough that hole. I tell you the what, green man. It wasn't well trimmed. It was rough. not well trimmed at all. And uh, I got I got to tell you, um, my hole hurts. He was hitting he was hitting bombs that Japan hasn't seen since Hiroshima. He he, <laughs> he did pretty good, man. He was, See, how long you been holding on to that? Show? All week, all week. <laughs> baby, what the fuck? A, a baby was born in Iraq, and it's it's the first ever of this case. 
The baby was born with three cocks, three penises. Uh, two. Hold up. Yep. Back, back to three dick train up. <laughs> three dick so, train. So there's been people born with two dicks. Apparently. Apparently. Oh, wait a minute. Apparently, it, it forms out of the scrotum. So sometimes you get two dicks that form out of the same scrotum. And obviously, they have to remove one because you're not going to walk around with two dicks your so, whole life. So where was the third one coming? I mean, out? it's bad enough. I'm on the show with three dicks. What the fuck Mark did I said, do? Mark said three times the happiness. <laughs> we got to say something real quick. We got to say something. Jesus Christ, I love you guys. A year and you, a year and two months. A year and two months doing the show like this. Okay, a year and two months doing the show like this. We've had to go overcome so many obstacles. We we made it work. I feel like we've made it work pretty well. Uh, we've had our hiccups here and there, but you know it, it's hard doing a show remotely like this. And I just want to cheer, cheers to you guys and cheers to the listeners for sticking with it. Last night, Shock G of Digital Underground passed away. Uh, come on, Ryan! Come on, Ryan! Come on! Let's hear it! Let's hear it! Drink up all your Hennessy and eat up all your licorice, you fat girl. Are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat. Look at me, I'm skinny. Never stop me from getting busy. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town. My sounds laid down by the underground. You're thinking, oh shit, he's gonna he's gonna make this team. It's gonna be a PR nightmare for this team because there's gonna be fucking angry, fucking heavy set women marching outside Citizen Bank Park with signs, and it didn't work. It didn't happen that way. So I don't want him to pinky. Show me the stinky. <laughs> you see that black eye? I already told you once. You want to get told twice? Uh, for those who don't know, um, Rob is from the Philly area. Rob does a show called The Rob V Show. And it's absolutely fantastic. Um, and he has a, a – how am I going to how am I gonna say this? He has the luxury – of having some absolutely amazing guests on his program. And uh, I got so many questions for you, dude. Um, but first of all, I, why, don't you, why don't you tell why don't you tell the listeners, you know, basically like, you know, how you got started, why you got started, and, and where the concept came from. I mean, I st- well, I always love radio. I started, well, my first ever job, I worked for a really small AM station in Lansdale called WNPV. Uh, they're, they're, well, they're defunct as of two years ago. They were probably the best cover people that covered high school football the best. So I worked, started working there. Um, and then actually, I, I take that back. Before that, I had an internship at WIP doing marketing, which, you know, you think you get an internship at WIP and it's, oh, you're going to be on the radio. No, 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 no. You got to do marketing stuff, which is like, you know, filling brochures out and stickers and sending stickers. It's just, it's boring. It's horrible. Busy work. So, yeah, it's 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 not what you want. Or filing uh, ads for commercials in the you know in a filing cabinet. It was it was horrible. So my last day, they're like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, for your last day, I'm like, oh, I want to sit in with Big Daddy Graham because Big Daddy Graham was the guy that you know I always listened to, I always loved. They're like, all right, well, you go sit on the show. So I sit on a Big Daddy show and we talk a little bit, and then my internship is over, and and you know nothing nothing comes of it. About like a year later, I'm at a bar with my buddy Dave Brown and Blue Belt PJ Willihans when they first opened. And we just, it was just random. We came for a Trenton Thunder game of all places. I, I don't know how, he had free tickets or something. So we were hanging out after the game. And Big Daddy's there doing an appearance. And I said something funny. I don't know what I said. He turns around. He's like, Rob, how the hell are you? What have you been up to? I'm like, oh, you know, nothing, Big Daddy, you know. He's like, listen, I can't pay you, but you want to come be my intern? That's I was awesome. like, Absol- yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. I want to come be your intern. I want to get into the radio business. 
one of my birthdays, I won't use any names, uh, they go, hey, go go into the back room, and uh, there's a surprise for you for your birthday. I go, I, okay. So I go into the back room, and there's girls eating each other, girls eating each other out, uh, doing some illegal substances. I won't say what they were. <laughs> and they're like, all right, have fun. Happy birthday. I mean, these are the kind of things that went on. Or we just had photo shoots. You know, girls don't hot girls don't mind walking around naked. It just it's there. It is what it is. So you might walk into the condo and there's a photographer and there's five naked girls walking around. Or we'd have the pizza delivery guy was great. We'd have the girls answer the door naked. So the guys would fight to oh. do the delivery. To the condo. <laughs> That's awesome. That, those were, those were well, the thing was, I didn't know he was a born again Christian. So after the show, he flips out and storms out. Oh, and I no. go, no. Well, he's a born born again Christian. I'm like, again, information you could have told me yesterday. <laughs> so, what, did you have girls and stuff going on, and why they were playing yeah, this? Well, stuff? I had strippers there. We're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured. You know, they wanted. That's you know, it's a rock and roll band. So I learn. You live and you learn. So no matter who I have on, I go. Is there something you don't want to talk about, or stuff that you don't like? So then I know not to do it from that experience. Uh, you know, you just got Archie Bradley back. He doesn't look right. He hasn't pitched right since he's been back. So, you know, maybe when you get all your cogs back, you, you see what happened. I, I said cogs, Gar. Uh, you get all your cogs back, and, cogs. you know, we'll see, we'll see what Are happens. Are you fucking so. spacely space sprockets over there? <laughs> <laughs> I, do got, I got a Jetsons joke. Probably not good to tell him. No, no, let's not do that one. I know exactly. Which one that is, too? Jane the Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> no, did, did you know that R- Rosie was a pleasure model? Yeah? Yeah. Blame. 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 <laughs> oh. Yeah, Rosie, Rosie used to take care of George. While Fuck with my ass, man. Yeah. Shit. That was Rosie. And, you know, she was All a right. Elroy. Oh, man. All right, stop. <laughs> was she a priest? Was she a priest? <laughs> Probably one of the greatest Ivy League coaches of all time is joining us on the phone. We are honored to have Fran Dunphy. Fran, thank you so much for coming on with us. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, great to great to be with you guys. And uh, anytime we can talk sports in Philadelphia is a great thing. And I think we're all teammates in in that regard. People who just care about sports in this town. It's uh, obviously. We have a, a wonderful opportunity with being such a great pro town and college town. So appreciate what you guys Absolutely. are trying to do. So, friend, you talk about Jim as a role model um, with the players and, and all of this. Would Do you recall any of them coming through and, and you know, maybe even ones that you coached or, um, you know, ones that you just – or the stories that you heard about um, him being a almost a father figure to those guys um, or even – you know, stories of how, you know, it, it, he, he, they, he may have, like, even saved their lives or something like that, you know, taking them under his wing and, and kind of – or taking him – taking them under his wing and helping them when they were really struggling with some things? Yeah, I think that's just the, the nature of, of what uh, high school coaches do, what high school teachers do. You make such an impact, and you never know what kind of impact you make uh, as you go about your daily life, but – but he was just—he was kind. He was gentle. He was—he uh, was just a good man, and that, that's what you want to—to to have your children uh, be around. I think it's as important a job as there is in the world 
to be a, a high school teacher and coach and again mentor uh, you know, and obviously the, the kids that he coached at Germantown Academy were from a really good family background. So it wasn't like there was an abundance of of kids that he had to, uh, you know, take care of or really a parent at all. I, I think just about every one of them was, uh, you know, from really stable and good good homes. I'm sure there were uh, every once in a while somebody really needed extra attention, but Jim was ready to give that. Uh, but but still, they're just, you know, we, we all have needs and we all think uh, that our, our lives are OK. But, you know, when, when you're that young and there's things that, that bother you, you need to go somewhere to get it off your chest or at least have somebody listen. And I think he was a terrific listener and he was always available to those kids and and uh, he would do anything for them. They, While he had two children, he had hundreds of children uh, that he mentored and uh Again, it's a great tribute to a terrific person. But let me just tell you about Girls Learn Too. Yeah, absolutely. Michelle, Michelle and I are co-founders. We are cornhole players. We were brought into the sport by our husbands who started playing, got the bug, got addicted to it. And anybody who's played cornhole before and gotten better has realized it's more of an addiction. There's no moderation. You go big or you go home. We realized as females married to these men that we either had to get on board this cornhole train or we were going to be living parallel lives with our, our men, you know, or staying at home with the kid or the kids. Oh, that sounds you awful. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible that idea. Sounds, that sounds horrible. So <laughs> I, I don't know what our exact motivation was. Mine, myself, was just not to be staying home with the kid child. We learned how to play cornhole. We started to get better. I'm, I realized, like, I suck at this sport. I got to figure out how to get better. There was no content that was consumable out there for females or beginners in general. I saw a niche market. Because of the pandemic, ESPN had nothing to cover, right, because no sports were being played. Cornhole was uh. a pro sport. And because of the logistics of the 27 feet apart, Guess what they covered all the time yeah. during COVID? Right. Cornhole. As a result, it's become the number one fastest growing sport in the nation. That's awesome. That's crazy. Again, I saw a niche market. Timing is everything. Wow. Found a girl who knows more about most everything than I do. That's Michelle. And we've started quite the movement. <laughs> and there is an official cornhole league. So yes. the um, yep. the American Cornhole League is actually happening right now. I was just watching it before here. They were the on ACL? CBS Sports. What was that? The ACL? The ACL. The ACL. ACL that's that. our guys. Trey yeah, Ryder and then there's also the, yeah, there's ACL, ACL. There's both of them. ACL is the one where you're seeing it broadcasted on sports uh, like ESPN and CBS and those kinds of things. There you got to pick a lane in this industry. You either go ACL or ACL. We are ACL. Blazing moist saddles. Those moist hours. Pulsey said die hard, die hard moist. How about die hard? Die, what, die moist hard. Yeah, what was it? Die hard two, die moist harder or whatever. <laughs> was it die harder? Was that it? Die hard with a moist vengeance. <laughs> there it is. So instead of Debbie does moist Dallas, wouldn't it be better to be moist Debbie? Ma- moist does Debbie Dallas? does Dallas. Oh, there you yeah, go. There you true. go. Yeah, it is Hotter true. moist it's chocolate. It's true. <laughs> 
What the fuck? Three men and a moist baby. I'm drunk and I love cats. What more do you need to know? So this is how fucked up I am. I have Nick Mullins. I don't mind it. Because with Nick Mullins... It doesn't matter who your third-string quarterback is. If you get to your third-string quarterback, you're in trouble. You know how fucked up I am? I forgot who Nick Mullins was. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's... You know what? It, it's not It's not that It's not that bad. I mean, like, he's, he's pretty forgettable. Let me do a show next Friday. The Sixers are going to be Eastern Conference Finals. And probably down two games then on. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. Yeah, that's so, gonna, that's gonna make the that's gonna make the best up too. Dave Peterson just said, "Happy birthday, Eagles!" July eighth, nineteen thirty-three. The Eagles became an NFL franchise. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Yep. E A G L E S Eagles. That's true. Anyway, so beefy. So you're in, you're in you're in this book. You're in the this book, the uh, the Guinness Book of World Records. I think you're our first Guinness Book of World Records holder. You are. We're. Uh, I think we're probably on there for saying jitbag the most times on a show. But anyway, besides well, yeah, that, um, how? First of all, I, now I know the story, but I think the listeners need to know the background on this and how you became the world's biggest sports fan. Yeah. So I'm going to take you back probably uh, 25 years now. I used to play soccer up in Queensland in Brisbane over here. load of British guys. We used to go out every Saturday night on the on the piss. And it was a conversation that just, you know, as you do when you're having a drink, you know, how many sports do you think there are? You know, how many sports could you go and see? And the idea was planted in my brain about could I go and see 365 different sports in 365 days no matter where they were on the planet go and see them just you know take part i've played loads of sports you know i played cricket for wales i've played american football gridiron football for britain great britain students i played rugby in texas um you know i was a professional cricketer i've played aussie rules over here you name it i've had a go at it um so this uh, this idea evolved i probably had a midlife crisis and decided that if I don't fucking do this project, I'll probably regret it for the rest of my life. So I sat down outside of my job. It was kind of a full-time job trying to plan a schedule, trying to work out whether there were 365 different sports for a start. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did it. I just spent the time doing it. It took me three years to plan. Um, and Jeez. back in 2015, had a schedule, had a load of cash that, to use, Um and yeah, I did it. I went out and planned it, and we had loads of bumps along the way. We ran out of money. Um, no surprise there. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we 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 try to make it into something a bit tangible. So every sport we saw, I did it with my mate Rob, who I used to live with. He's a Kiwi. Um, we decided to make a show about every sport we saw. So, so we, we made a hundred shows when we were traveling. Uh, so I ended up seeing three hundred and six different sports in that 365-day span. Wow. That's amazing. Hence why I am the world's biggest sports fan. amazing. Officially. 
Hats yeah, off to you, brother. That's amazing. So, thank you. What was the what was the strangest, the by far the strangest sport you went to go see? Okay, you ready for this? There's a village in England called Hexie. It's on the uh, Leicestershire and Yorkshire border. They do this sport called Hexie Hood. Now, you boys are going to be all over this. They have done this sport for 700 years consecutively, right? It's on January the 5th. There is four pubs in the village. If you drink in that pub, you're on that team for the day, okay? Okay. okay. At, f- at 4 o'clock in the afternoon... They have this kind of a leather cylinder, and it's the hood. That's what they call it. They throw it up in the air. Then 200 people grab it, and they go into a big ruck. It's like an absolute melee of 200 people. Now, the idea is you have to get that hood into your pub, and you win. So, so this it is, is there. Outside, this is just outside of the court. Is, there, is it randomly put somewhere? I, or? I, I fucking love it. <laughs> so this is so like, no, they do it at the Hexy Field, which is a field in the middle of the village. Oh, okay. And don't for, don't forget, you're in Britain in January, right? Uh-huh. So it's zero degrees. Right. It's raining. It's snowing. It's all rolled into one. But this village, this is their Super Bowl, Independence Day, New Year's Eve, Thanksgiving, Christmas Day, all rolled into one. They everybody's get on, drunk as hell. That's exactly right. That's why they start at four o'clock, so they can get a good five-hour start. Oh, God. Um, Now, it has been known to go till three or four in the morning to try and get this fucking thing into their pub. It's got to get across the threshold of the door. And if you win, you are the talk of the town, the talk of the village for the rest of the year. You hold that above everyone else in the village. Has anyone died? Yeah, people have died. People have broken legs because... Once you get 200 people in a rolling ball moving, you can't stop it. But what happens is when they fall over, everyone's really polite. They all stand up and say, oh, just wait a sec. Everyone gets up again and they start again. It's fucking hilarious. It is so funny. Now, the day, you know, they've done this for 700 years consecutively. What was so funny, me and Rob went out. We got involved. We met loads of people, talked to people, had a few uh, cranberry vodkas and that. We parked at the pub when we got there and we saw everyone drinking whatever so you were on a team well essentially yeah but we went back to the pub after about four hours of seeing this we got back in the pub they are live streaming it in the pub we didn't even have to leave <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so we have um, a, we have a sport in my house that's called docking so right. you, you take an uncircumcised penis and a, and a circumcised penis and you you put them together and you take the foreskin of the one penis and put it over the other one and you try to get out that's fucking nasty. Right. It, it creeps it like a suction cup. That's fucking nasty. You know? Is that on pay-per-view? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Sean, who are you rubbing cocks with? Stop rubbing cocks, Sean. Let's pause yeah, our yeah. broadcast here for Corner Pub Sports breaking news. Yeah? Oh, oh. Biz Markey has passed no on. No way. Oh, shit. oh, baby, you. Oh, no, oh, man. Got what I need. I love that fucking song. Yeah, Apparently, we know what our playout song is going to be. I know what the song's going to be right now. Yeah, the fucking <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Yep. That, that sucks, that man. That third hole's got what he needs right now. <laughs> uh, Dave Peterson said, Dave. <laughs> wow. This Mark, you don't get no love. Oh, yo, Gava Gava. I'm going to team that strange. <laughs> they all say he's just a friend, though. <clears throat> he's friends with the worms, you yeah. know. 
Jesus, dude. <laughs> Damn, it's not even like two minutes old. Damn. Two minutes old. Uh, so something about peeing on a girl in Baltimore? Wait, Is what? There a story here? Oh, oh, okay. I'll give you guys a story. All right. All right. Cold Let, me shower. Let me get a beer for this. Hold on. Um, fuck, this was this was years ago. We we went down uh, Steelers-Ravens down in Baltimore. We was tailgating. We was all fucking banged up. And where we was tailgating at, right, there's like a, there's a there's a top level of this. It's not a parking garage. It's just like a regular road. But then there was this big, like, retaining wall that dropped off probably, oh, shit. fuck, 15, 20 feet down. And we were, we were fucked up. The porter potties were fucking packed. Oh, yeah. And and mind you, I just had seen a Steeler fan get a porter potty tipped over when he went in it. So I was like, I'm not going to fuck that. So we walked over to the edge of this retaining <laughs> wall, and there were some cars, like, blocking us and shit. It was a great spot to piss. We walk over to piss. Shane from the Dude Ranch, the guy from Baltimore, starts pissing off the fucking ledge. Looks down, he's pissing on this fucking Asian chick. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this chick's down there just getting rained on, golden showers. Oh, now. shit. I say, I say, I say, I say, But you know, you know what? I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what I don't know I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what I don't I can't suck a guy. <laughs> Everybody was kung fu fighting. She did not love him What long the fuck, time. guys? What the fuck is We're not even talking about you. Jesus Christ, Gary smashed. Why are you smelling shampoo? Look, he's all... No, he's still watching Sean in his ass. Yeah, he's talking about fucking me in my ass. I was going to let him. Gary, jealous? Gary, all I know is that the the air freshener fucking moved from where it was. When I went into the bathroom. And I think it was the one before. All right, Brady. Oh, he must took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad you pooped. Yeah, because the air freshener is not in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> I did That's why he smells like it. He must have sprayed it on himself. <laughs> Dude, the air freshener's not fucking cologne, you asshole. <laughs> you don't spray it on yourself. You spray it in the room. I stuck it on the sink. Oh, you, you got a teenage son. You're hanging out. It gets a little late. Hey, man, let's go get a cheesesteak. Yeah, while you're touching his leg. Well, whatever. If you touch his leg, you still want to get a cheesesteak. You, you give him a tube steak instead. <laughs> Either way, it all ends uh, up stinking. Yeah. He's, he's just like, oh, yeah. Let's see how stinky those fingertips can get. That's what he says. <laughs> Never challenge. She. That sounds like a fucking Budweiser commercial. It's fucking uh, John Mellencamp. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Never Challenge Cocksucker. This is the challenge, cocksucker. So he comes to Philadelphia, you know. Mr. Overzealous Fabulous Catcher. <laughs> Those commercials, the Budweiser ones. Was it Budweiser? Yeah. Or was it Miller Lite? It was oh, Miller Lite. It was, it was Miller Bud- Lite. Whatever. No, it was Miller Lite, yeah. Mr. Ginger Jesus wanna be cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that guy. Enough. Like, enough. I'm just done. And I, I'm not going to lie, I'm glad he's not with the Eagles, but I was hoping he'd have a little success on his second team. I want that draft pick. So she was in the hospital for a while, and then she had to go to rehab. So she was getting her shit back, you know. She was trying to tell me go to rehab. I, I said, know, dude, no, I can't believe no, I'm telling no. this. I can't believe I'm telling this on the fucking air. God, tell So... <laughs> I shouldn't have to fuck it. 
So she, you know, she she was getting better and everything, and you know, and uh, she was in the rehab center, and a doctor said, "Listen, because she lived she lived a little ways away. I gotta be quiet. She lived a ways away, so I had to, you know, drive down. And doctor's like, listen, we're gonna get you guys a suite for the weekend. Try try having sex, and just see because they want to see what was going on. You know, here's the room. Tear it up. Pretty much. So she goes." Well, I can't feel it. Put it in my ass. Oh, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> True story. So I do. Oh, who would? Next thing I know, it's... Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, this fucking turd came out like this fucking big. Um. And she couldn't move. She couldn't move. And it just fucking fell out. And just fucking fell out on the bed. So she shed and got so <laughs> Talk about a paralyzing poop. <laughs> Dude, this fucking... I was like, I'm going to push this shit in, brother. I was like, Jesus Christ. That fucking turd was like this fucking long. I'm like, Jesus Christ. She goes, and she started... Then she started crying. She was embarrassed. I'm like, I'll be embarrassed. The fuck? You can't fucking... What the doctors? They weren't in the room, Polsky. The doctors weren't in the room. Don't worry about it. My children are on your back. So we were on the first floor of the hospital. So I took a fucking thing. I grabbed the fucking turd. And I threw it out the window. <laughs> and she goes, why don't you throw it in the toilet? I said, that shit wouldn't have flushed. I, I got ultimate question. Yeah, I, I get ultimate it. fucking question. I, yeah. I know where you're going. LeBron James puts that tweet out. If social media existed when Muggle Jordan played, does Muggle Jordan do shit like that? Michael Jordan is not LeBron James. I mean, that's... Clear. LeBron, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was probably a little bit more like Kobe. Agreed. Um, as much as I hate. I need that pen, sorry. Yeah, as much as I hate Kobe, Kobe wasn't the attention grabber that, no, he just was that LeBron com- was. Yeah, he was just competitive, wanted to go out there and step on your throat and beat you at everything he, tri- like right. he was Right. LeBron James. Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. you know, those guys are attention getters. You know, Kevin Durant's phenomenal player. Nothing against him, but he's a douchebag of a person. Yeah. Women's Beach Volleyball? There's a six-foot-five. Yeah, we were fucking, at Guns N' Roses. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were, they were on last night. They were on, like, six-foot-five Amazon. That yeah, She's going to strangle your – she's going to rip your dick off of her fucking thighs. Did you hear about the um, – No, she's – Six foot like five. Thin, no, thin. no, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Have you seen Dude, her? you can't 69 her. Her <laughs> fucking pussy's going to be six feet above your head. I'll find a way. Did you hear about the, the, the transgender weightlifter? I did hear about that. They, they didn't even qualify. Um, <laughs> it's a shame. It's a shame because it, it, it said I worked my balls off to get here. Yeah. <laughs> the Olympics as a whole hand out. Thousands of condoms to the athletes. Really? Because they're always fucking. Apparently, they're oh like, my we God. just want to make sure that everybody's practicing safe sex. They're like, wow. Yeah, Polsky. Have, have you been great, to judge? Great condom commercial. He's right, dude. She's that is it, a great condom. Was it a Magnum? Yeah. I don't think it was because no bad dudes in Olympic suffer. Yeah. So anyway, dude. Not in Australia. She's an Australian Olympic team. There's no bad dudes in Australia. I'm sure they are. Ben Simmons, but he can't shoot. Oh, so he doesn't need a condom. No. 
All right, so while you were drunk, things you may have missed. Blackhawks great goalie Tony Esposito oh. died, passed away this week. Stopped everything but cancer. As we're talking about Eric Clapton's kid. We was, sang Free Fallen. Oh, yeah, we oh, probably did. Yeah, we did. I said we. Pretty sure I was I, I was out on that. I believe I can fly. Anyway, so we'll, I believe I can touch the sky. Oh, now now we don't want to move. Splat. On. Now we want to kind of drag this shit on. Huh? Splat. Everything else is move on with you. Now after, now we're gonna drag now. After seven, I thought you were done talking. So you had boats off. You were sitting back, and now all of a sudden you're back in. So 25 years later, you think there's still a piece of the kid on the concrete? Yeah, but his name's engraved. <laughs> Oops, upside your head. I said, oops, upside your head. <laughs> I can't with you guys. And cursive, too. It's like, how did you learn, learn cursive back then? He was two years old. Hey, Sylvie Concrete, I need your help. <laughs> I'm going to give everybody an update on the Phillies game. <laughs> that being said, bro, that's not happening. He, he, caught, he caught fire in a bottle. He got, he got lucky that year. Oh my God! Gary admitted it. So he's not a Hall of Famer. Oh no, Gary. So Gary, Nick I, Foles I is not a. Yes, you did. Yes, no, you never, did. Said, yes, you did. Gary said Nick Foles is a Hall of Famer. Yes, you, you did. No. You did say that, and you also said he should be in the Eagles Hall of Fame too. Was and I, his, was I and, and you said his number should be retired as an Eagle. No, his number should not be retired. Yes, it should. No, it shouldn't. As an Eagle, yeah, it should. No, it should. Why quarters? the fuck shouldn't it? Because he had 12 good quarters. Where else was there a fucking Super Bowl win? So, hey, Gary, that so, doesn't mean... You, like, it like, does mean... Hold on, so Brandon Graham doesn't deserve his... So, so Donovan McNabb's number's not retired. Ron Jaworski's number's not retired. He's better than them. Do they, does he got, do they got gold on their fucking finger? You guys like what, does Dan Marino got, a, got gold? You guys no, like no. what I started so here? So, Foles is better than Marino. Well, I, you know... <laughs> what? He's got gold on his finger. So, is it, he's better than Marino. Foles got gold on Foles the- better Marino. That's Shut the fuck that's up. That's the let question. Answer the fucking question. Give me a fucking minute. <laughs> Sit back with your fucking top lip screwed up at me. Foles got gold. Marino don't. So he's better than Marino. <laughs> yeah. Get the guy. You're fucking nuts. Yeah. You're nuts. Where's Marino's ring? You're you're nuts. Where's Marino's? You're ring? nuts. <laughs> Where's Marino's ring? You're nuts, bro. He ain't got one. Someone just That's said, you need a cage in that basement. <laughs> fucking chip bag. <laughs> Suck my fucking dick. You ain't got to worry about the nipples. You can lick on my balls. How about that? Yeah, show me where they're at. <laughs> I love this. It's good shit. You guys are the best, man. I love, I, I love watching you guys go at it. It's fun. It's been that way since I don't have long. a I don't have a brother. Since we could talk. I don't have a brother, so, you know, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thanks. I'm your brother, y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah, for real, man. I'm oh, your brother. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now come lick my nipple. <laughs> I never did that to my sister, let alone my brother. <laughs> fuck him and his dick. Can I do it to your sister? <laughs> Just be careful. She might get pregnant. And he's more worried about his self-image yeah. and his his persona. He's more worried. Dude, two weeks ago, Ben Simmons with his fucking cars. He's got like all these fucking Aston Martins and all this shit. Him smiling and him in the behind the car and him with with his shirt off and him working out against me and you. 
yeah. right? Me and you in the gym. I, why didn't you do that when you had a six foot space in front of you with Trey Young, who's two feet fucking smaller than you, and you fucking passed it like a pussy? From I, I'm fucking done. I'm done. Yeah. Every time I think of Ben Simmons, I will think of that play when my kids ask me, "What? What was like? What was Ben Simmons like?" Because you know, I. Hey, what was Moses Malone? Like, I, I don't. I was too. I was young when Moses Malone played. You know, what, what was Doc like? You know, I'm gonna say he was a pussy. That's yeah. what fucking Ben Simmons was. He was a pussy and never came up big I gotta in stop the spots buying, you needed him to. I gotta stop buying jerseys. That was, and then he also said, for clarity, I love the criticism. I love when I'm told I can't do something. It makes me work harder to prove everyone wrong, but not everyone is built like that. Right. To me. That is a direct response to Ben Simmons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the, Joan Embiid's a troll. What, Even what, the first tweet, it was directed at Ben to be sarcastic. Yeah. It was sort. So, uh, yeah, you know, I put these tweets out, and you know, I a troll, and you know, Ben a pussy. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, I gonna go around things. You gotta read between the lines with me. Um, ben don't wanna be here. Fuck them. I win it on my own. I don't need you. And you both have them going nine and eight. Oh, jeez. I have nine wins? Nine yes. And eight. Oof. Uh, okay. Five. All right. Okay. I can live I can live with that. That's fine. I, I, I on paper, I'm thinking seven, eight wins. Tops. Is there ceiling? All right. So, I have them over 500. I think that's bold. I, I wasn't, that wasn't my intention, but I think the, the talent of their schedule is easy. Like they like right now, it's just it's hard. You you just don't know what they got. You don't know. Yeah, I mean, I have them. I have them basically where I kind of assume that they'd six end wins. up being. I have them at six and eleven. Six yeah. wins. Most fans are looking at uh, foul balls with fun and catching a beer, a ball with a beer, or catching a ball with a baby. You know, like a fun, cute thing. Most people don't think foul ball flirting with danger or death. If they did. I don't think they'd bring their four- and six-year-old. Right. That's why I'm looking to create the epiphany of outrage. Once growing families realize what's happening today in the minor leagues, which I haven't gotten into as of yet, and mm. once they realize they brought their growing families to uh, an arena or a ball or ballpark where they were part of a week, where they could have been part of a weekly or a bi-weekly discussion, uh, a discussion, uh, 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 to a trip to the emergency room, uh, they'll they'll think again. They'll say, mm, maybe we were having good times under false pretenses. So I will not remain the undisputed narrative. Um, I'm trying to do things. I'm renting out airplanes. If anyone has expendable dollars, oh, good for you, and chip in with me on the next airplane rental, please do. You old fat bitch. You fat bitch. So he had no problem saying that he has a gambling problem, which, you know, look, we all have our fucking vices, right? We all Michael Jordan has a gambling problem. Yeah, mine is going back to my dad for rape. So that's my that's my fucking vice. And you have your vice, Ryan, which is uh, dogs. Gamblers, just, just gamble with, with your head, not above it. Not the you one know, below upper. your pants because there's two women that's fighting. That's the one I normally go with. That's not the one you normally go with, Callie. Calm down. That's not the one you normally go with. Stop. It's, pro- it's it's probably for the best that that, uh, that our guests or our our 
one of our co-hosts is left for this one. All right. We would never have actually gotten through this. <laughs> so, uh, so Mr. Carter, I'd like to hear a prediction because we have something from our listeners. Well, for the for this fight, I would bite. I would uh, bet with either head, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> basically, Valentina, she is the most. She is probably the most dominant uh, women's champion there's ever been in the UFC. The only uh, argument to that statement would be the champion at the weight class above her, Amanda Nunez. Tonight, the one, the only, Brian Dawkins. So, Brian, you're you're joining us. You have a new book. It's called Blessed by the Best. Uh, It's available on briandawkins.com. 50% 50% of the proceeds of the book are donated to your foundation, the Brian Dawkins Impact Foundation. Would you mind telling us about the, about the foundation? Because it's, 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 it's pretty awesome what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a blessing to be able to do something, first of all, for other people, right? To be a blessing to other people. And that's what the foundation is about. And, you know, I was blessed to come up with the concept of blessing other people. And from a mental health standpoint, from a physical standpoint, um, financial literacy standpoint and financial assistance for uh, single parent households. And so that's kind of the, the premise of it all. Right now, we've been really heavy into the mental health aspect of blessing. We have seven, nine schools, I believe, now in Jacksonville and about five to six in Philadelphia that we're sponsoring these mental health programs in. And so I'm extremely excited about those things. But as much as I can give, give, excuse me, get, excuse me, as much as I can then give out. So that's why 50% of the proceeds um, that I'm receiving anyway is, is going towards the Brian Dawkins Impact Foundation. You know, someone you've never met before comes up, Mr. Dawkins, you know, you, oh, my God, you changed my life. You helped me stop drinking or you helped me, you know, through this or that. How does that make you feel inside? It's extremely humbling, first of all, um, that someone that came from where I came from in Jacksonville, not really a lot expected of me, has been blessed to have that type of effect on individuals by the way that I live my life. It's not necessarily something I'm trying to do. No, this is just the way that I live my life. This is the way that I think I believe that I'm supposed to be to other people. When someone sees your name come up on the phone, what feelings do they get? Mm-hmm. 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 Like, what do they feel that's about great, yeah. the name coming up, right? That's 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 great. a powerful question, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. And so, if, if you can think about that, and 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 is in your mind, they probably don't have good things to say. You can let's change that, right? Let's let's yeah, do yeah. something different in order to have them see your your name come up and can't wait to pick it up. Matter of fact, they'll tell somebody else they'll call you back because I gotta take this call, <laughs> right? And so because my father taught me that when you start something, you finish it. When you give your word, you go all out and you have a good attitude the whole time. You stay coachable is how he took how he put it. So I took that as and because of the situation at the time, I gave more than was expected of me. I gave more of what what was expected of me. And then my mom taught me how to fight. That when, you know, when you don't start to fight, but you finish it, if they're bigger than you, you if, they're, if they're bigger than you, you pick up something and you knock the, the <laughs> dog out of them. But here's the, all, the premise of it that I grab, that you fight in such a way that someone has to pull you off of the person. Mm-hmm. So that's how I go after stuff now. In the book, you mentioned 
that the fans were the first thing that you thought about when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Um, that's probably the biggest reason why you rank up there so high with almost every fan. Um, if you don't mind talking about like, like that, the, the Philadelphia fan base has like this reputation for being very, very uniquely passionate. Um, if you can remember like a particular moment, a particular play, a particular time where you, the first time where you felt that passion from the fans, um, I don't know if I can remember a specific time or moment. It's just those are the things actually. So when you are programmed um, or groomed to expect specific things from someone, then sometimes you, and I'm trying, I'm trying not to go too deep into the brain concepts. You then program yourself to search out specific things, right? The only thing that I truly heard about Philadelphia Eagles fans, I didn't hear that they were, the worst in the world. I heard that they were extremely passionate, sometimes crazy passionate. (laughs) That's what I was, I'm expecting that, right? Obviously there's going to be some negativity in things. I understand that, that that comes with the territory, right? And so I was looking for that. I was looking for that passion. So where someone would see something as maybe being like overly negative into something, I'm looking at that as being, Crazy passionate. What do you think attributed to your effectiveness in connecting with us in a really tough town? And as a follow-up, and I think you kind of answered most of this, what advice would you maybe give to uh, a younger athlete starting their career in the tough town that Philadelphia is? Okay, so what I attributed was the way that I work. The way that I work. I'm a worker. I work hard. I work hard for everything that I've gotten. Everything that I've gotten in my life, I had to work to get it. I was not, again, I always say this because, and in the book, I said it, you know, I want you to get tired of hearing me say <laughs> I'm too small because I got tired of hearing me say, people say I was too small. It wasn't supposed to be me. So I had to work to get every doggone thing that I had. Matter of fact, as, as you know, reading the book in Clemson, I didn't get to Clemson because of me. Mm-hmm. I got to Clemson because a friend of mine told them that if I come to Clemson, he has to come with me. So I, st- and I had to work when I got there. So I'm always a worker. I always had to work for everything. So to me, that's the definition of blue collar, right? Mm-hmm. Working for every doggone thing that you get. My question for you is how did you feel when you became a free agent and you know, the Eagles didn't bring you back. Did you contemplate retirement? Were you excited about going to Denver? How did you feel? Because us as the fans, we were upset about it. Yeah. Just a tad heartbroken. <laughs> Man, and, and, and knowing what I know now and researching the way that I research mental health, um, I know that I literally went through a period of mourning is what I did. It's mm-hmm. like when you go through that, when there's a breakup, um, and for anybody that knows anything about the brain, you know, when you get cut and a breakup, they basically touch the same connections in the brain. When you get cut, literally get cut and you're bleeding. And then yeah. when you have a breakup from someone that you love, that that's the same pain the body feels. And so that's what I had. I had that and I had a period of mourning. So I was sad. And, and, wow. so, and so that was something that I, and so the thing that I had to do, I had to then in that moment, early on in that process, when I went to Denver, I had to forgive. Mm-hmm. I had to forgive and it was tough. I had to forgive those individuals, whoever it was, that did not allow me to come back to Philadelphia. I had to forgive them yep. because if I did not, 
that would have been, that would have been an area that I would not be able to give to my new teammates Understood. because it would be closed up and closed off by that anger and that bitterness. And I also know that um, I think it was uh, I think might have been Nelson Mandela that talks talked about how anger or hatred is like drinking poison and hurt hoping it helps hurt somebody else something to that effect right mm -hmm. so i had to forgive in order for me to be what i needed to be for my new teammates it took a couple of months for me to truly get myself together emotionally like i said i was tearing up and, and, and crying quite a bit and now it's right around the same time that jim passed too so that's another thing mm -hmm. that that was thrown in there as well so um but, but again i knew i had to be everything that i could be that I still had left in the tank for my new team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you, following up on that, I'm sorry, do you think you would have played another three years if you didn't, no, didn't leave my, Philly? My plan was to play two more years and retire. Oh, wow. Okay. In Philly. That was my, that was my plan. Very sad, um, broken heart. It went to ship, but only farted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's causing me to drink. Basically days of old when nights were bold and toilets were not yet invented. Yo, you dropped your load on I... the side of the road and walked away contented. Do, do I interrupt your what SSCS? The fuck shut was the fuck that? up. Yo, can, can I get a shut the fuck up, Sean? Shut the fuck up! Ryan Ellis. That's a, what a great Tra move. Traded, traded, uh, for, you know, the honor from the Predators. Uh, Ross Smith, Ristol Allen. I don't know if I can say Ristolin. Ristolin. From the Sabres. Cam Atkinson that from, the, from the Blue Jackets. So all three of those names I just said, all three of those guys at one point in the past three years were actually considered elite players in the league. Mm -hmm. right. Okay? They've all kind of, eh, eh. What do the, all three of those players have in common, John? They're on the flyers now. No, no, no. Well, besides that. They have hard-to-pronounce last names. No. They the probably grit. have big cocks. No, grit. Grit. Oh, Hard-hitting. Oh, oh, mean. Grit. Grit. But what's that get you, Gar? In today's NHL, what's grit get you? Half the oh. mascot's name. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're right, Ryan. You have a point, but the Flyers have lacked that. And if you if you realize what have ha has happened with the Flyers, even in, even in the past season, mm. not forget we also got Elias. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Ellis. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like fuck, dude. What's the Elias? Is there any pizza? <laughs> Ryan Elias, fucking Ryan, that Ryan, Ryan Elias, whatever the fuck. Friday night, piece the, that, that's their nicknames. It's El Elios and River Flavin. I didn't say Elios, Elios and River, River Flavin. River, that? River. That, that's the guy we got from fucking Rustoff River Flavin. No, that's Ristolin. No, that's River Flavin. River Flavin. <laughs> that's what I'm calling. That's what I'm calling River Flavin. Rustoff River Flavin. <laughs> we call him Rrr for short. <laughs> fucking Ristol Flavin. All right, so <laughs> what's that a fucking? <laughs> So Some I'm cereal, look, full I, 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 I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the first of He's a, he's a bowl. No, he's the bowl of marshmallows with no lucky charms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's the river oh. flavin. <laughs> Fuck. What? <laughs> Fuck. Sounds like something helps you shit your pants. Yeah, um, you know everything's everything's okay except for you know I'm, I'm sad about my Boston sports teams. I'm like. I'm from Philly. You're not getting any sympathy from me. No. Sad about my Boston sports team. Go suck a dick. Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah, yeah I was like, you know, really? obviously I'm from Boston. I'm but... sorry. That fucking kid. 
I'm 13 years old. And this is my 10th championship. Yeah, yeah like fuck like, that kid and fuck his parents for yeah. having him. Yeah. Like, what are you? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like it's a professional call, and I'm just like, like yeah, like, no, like, like, I, I, you're fuck? not getting Where, sympathy from me. Where I, was I, the I don't case of beer and hanger on that fucking night? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, 17. Yeah, times. Peterson said, Jim Eisenreich, look, Dave, I, now you're reaching. I agreed. Not yeah, fine. What the fuck? <laughs> ah, ah, cocksucker! Cocksucker! I don't belong on that fucking list! Fuck! <laughs> so, <laughs> cocksucker! Fuck that list! Fuck! Fuck that list! Fuck! Suck my balls! Suck my balls! What my ass! Suck my balls! Shit! Fuck! Shit! Fuck! Jim, do you think you should belong on that list of fuck? Stuff? Shit, that list, fuck. <laughs> shit, fuck that, fuck, fuck that list, fuck. Dave, you proud of yourself? <laughs> Watch any of the, the 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 live feed with them interviewing him. Yeah. When, like, when I he missed, went, dude, yeah. dude, when he says, um, I forget who asked him the question, but it's about when he got hit in the face and the wrist and everything. And he said, well, I got hit in the face. It happened. I came out of that game. I thought it, shit was fucked up, like in so many words. Got it looked at, and it was okay. There was nothing wrong. Like, it hurt, but... So, yeah, I'm playing tomorrow. So, he got a hit in that game, and he goes mm-hmm. to first base. And I forget who they're playing. I forget who he said it was. He was but the first base was like, you're, you're out of your mind. What are you doing out here? And he was just like, I, I, I get paid to play. I get paid to play. Yeah. And it's like... This, <laughs> Like the comparison, the contrast to him and Ben Simmons, like yeah. they're like, oh my god, Bryce Harper one million percent gets it, Ben Simmons one million percent doesn't get it. Right, it's it's crazy, man. Right, so you get to the point where a man and a chip bag. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much, man. Yeah, that's com- so. It's com- here's a story between a man <laughs> and a chip <laughs> bag. Yeah. So I am not by any means comparing. Here's a story <laughs> of a man named Jitbang. <laughs> comparing Ben Simmons, and I don't have any problem with what Lane Johnson did. But now Calvin Ridley, like, I don't do we? To, I don't want to. Talk do we feel like it's, it's going down a path that it's going a little like is a pendulum no, maybe next. swinging? I think it is. You hear you hear the pop sound when I came up from under there, man. Hey. You're sticking your head right in that. Right pump. in it. Right in right that in it. canal. Right in it. I'm going to taste yeah. what Kanye fucking dick That's tastes right. like. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought we were still talking about Ray J. Or, or his children. Whatever. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Ray J. Ray J's dick. Like, I'm going to taste it. Like, I'm going to know what it tastes like. Damn, bro. You got Kanye's children all over your face. <laughs> it's cool. They're all like, we're the cool. most talented. We're the most talented. We're the most talented. Is Ray J Reggie Bush? Or is that somebody else? <laughs> It starts growling. There's like a whole neighborhood down in my beard. There's like a whole city in my beard. There's planes and shit. Cars. Start of evolution. Start of evolution. Start of evolution. They're marching down the street. Who's that cocksucker? But they all. But but hold on. But but hold on. Background wasn't me. But hold on. So he's standing in the but corner. Dude, I swear me. to God, Gary's having a conversation by himself this whole show. But hold on. But then, like, in true Kanye fashion, the whole time they're marching, there's a strobe light going on. Yeah. Every left foot march. Start 
start a revolution. Start a revolution. Start a revolution. Thank God he. It's like it's like. Thank God gray, he ain't getting gray fat. hair. Con, con gray hair West. Yeah. Thank God he ain't getting fat guys. Black surgery. black hair West. Red hair West. Oh. It's the red hair. It's the red hair <laughs> side of town. This the this the brown. This the seedy part of town. This is the seedy part of town. The brown hair. It's all seedy. <laughs> There's bumps in the road and shit. Yo, you see rats in the dumps. They're all covered in grease. <laughs> Yo, the fucking rats are all greasy. There's fucking litter box. There's fucking litter boxes all over. You know. You, see, yo, you got random hamsters walking around and shit. Yo, you see a rat behind a dumpster. <laughs> It's got Kanye's eyes, though. <laughs> I'm the most talented. I'm the most. <laughs> Jesus walks. Jesus walks. Christ. Yo, it's Kanye's. Jesus. Yo. There's a st- brown statue of Kanye. It's it's Kanye's eyes on a rat with a giant heart on. <laughs> And a big ass. <laughs> yeah, you hear his heart on hit the side of the fucking dumpster. <laughs> no disrespect. I love you, bro. But since I've been coming to the podcast, you've always been the guy that had something negative and dispositive to say about the Flyers. Because they suck. <laughs> what are you afraid to be positive? They suck. Give me yeah. a reason not to be fucking you, negative. Are you afraid to be positive? Because I'll drive you down the yellow brick road, bro, to get you some courage. Well, I mean, they didn't investigate everybody else yet. That's where I'm coming from with it. Like, I right, guess. So, I mean, right, I right. So, Brian, I'm saying his point is. No, that, actually, they, there is a private investigator. Right. Dick Tockett has been hired. Dick Tockett's been hired. <laughs> the guy with the helmet on his head is on the case. <laughs> Big Tucket. Big Tucket. He's a one-eyed guy with oh, a German getting, helmet. Oh, one-eyed guy gonna solve the crime. I'm getting a clue. I'm getting a clue. I'm just getting such a hard clue. I'm getting such a hard clue. Big <laughs> Tucket. Straight out of my Ford probe, y'all. <laughs> Why you pull that back from earlier tonight? What's the first car you had? A four probe? Chrysler. I knew he was fucking registering. He's like, I'm gonna think it's tonight's joke. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Hey, this is Gary's shit. Hey, this is Gary's head. I'm gonna think it's tonight's joke because you just told let, me. Let this motherfucker piss me off. That's what I'll keep talking. Let him say one fucking bad yeah, thing. Let one him say thing. one thing. I'm one gonna, thing. I'm gonna bring up the Ford probe. Yeah. Ford probe. Ford probe. Ford yeah. probe. <laughs> All throughout his head, he's like, oh, Ford probe. All night. So it went down and it gurgled. You know, but it regurgitated. You started upsetting him. And he's like, he's like, no, no, oh, wait, no, that's, no, that no, joke's no. for Sean. Yeah. That he's joke's like, for Sean. Can't down. use that yet. Pushed it back down. That like, joke's oh. for Sean. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, here comes the joke. Uh, <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, oh, it's my opportunity. It's my opportunity. Uh, <laughs> the whole family's looking for Frank. They're like, where is he? Where is he? He's like, it's Friday. He's got to be sitting by the mailbox waiting for his. Disability check. <laughs> somebody did somebody check there? <laughs> He's just sitting there waiting. Sounds yeah, like, that's what he sounds does like my Friday. sister. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking pig. <laughs> I did. You're earning off the system and she can easily be a fucking Walmart greeter.
You have no problem fucking removing that wrist when you're jerking your boyfriend off, but you have you can't wave to people. Like, you know? There's two issues there? I don't see any fucking problem there. What you, the fuck? I didn't see the show going in this direction. Alright. Alright, let's move on. Um <laughs> Callie said she sounds Jesus, hot. Jesus Christ, thank God for antivirals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my God. Damn. Hi, I can't do this, but I can... Oh, 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 I can do that all fucking night. I'm going to pop out four kids, but I can't squat down to stock a shelf. What's she doing all night? I can do this all fucking night, but I can't fucking... <laughs> Bouncy Betty over here. <laughs> he starts to come and then he pulls out. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. That's four kids for me. Fuck you out of here. <laughs> Damn. He says he loves us. <laughs> He starts to come and then he pulls out. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Do you guys know what Hagen is? Hagen Dawes. Hogging. Hogging Dawes. Like, you know, stop hogging the ball. Oh, right? Shit. Like, hogging. Do you know what Hoggins is? Yeah. Apparently, it's when groups of men compete with each other to sleep with the fattest woman left at the party. <laughs> This hmm. is true. This is not a joke. That's the naughty. Fat chicks need love too, man. In 2018, it has to be true. the Cornell University frat Zeta Beta Tiao was reportedly having a pig roast. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Where they competed to sleep with women they considered overweight. And apparently this is a major thing in male fraternities in college right now. Hogging. Okay. Warn your children. Warn your children. They may suffocate. Corey? Yeah, I was... Don't fuck was, the fat ones. Use Cooner Pub 25 at checkout. Get it for four ninety nine a month. Get it for four ninety nine a month on Paramount. Why are we oh. promoting things that we have no <laughs> association with? Because we're whores, Mike. That's why. Dude, he is, he is the new Dave. He replaced Dave. Yeah, that he sits in the background and just, just like gets drunk and sits in the background and just comments and nobody can hear what he says on the air, but it's just babble. Not such babbling behind it. Yeah, if you guys The only the only difference is, if I, is that this if, motherfucker says I'm sorry and Dave says I love you. If I can find a <laughs> if I can la, find a lapel mic that has a seven mile long cable, I'll get it for Gary. Cause he'll leave with it. He'll figure out halfway down the fucking street, damn route one. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh, yeah, I can still I'm hear him. Sorry. I can hear him. General's gathered in a message. <laughs> He's driving like Jesus Christ. Shut up! I can't fucking mute him because you know it's an unmutable mic. And message. Like, ah, oh, this is the best. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh, you guys still in the car with me? No, you're not. Uh, this is Gary driving home. Ah, <laughs> uh, now. Yeah, the DU user, all right, but they don't compare to Ozzy. Ozzy's still at 67 years old, can still suck my dick, and I'll be good about it. Everything will feel good about it. Uh. Aren't you the one that's telling me to fucking wrap it up? Yeah, but we're not even getting anything out of it. Back, 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 back,
Do you got a giant gray cock? There it is, ladies and gents, the 2021 year in review show is in the books. There it is. All of our moments over the past year that we uh, we appreciate it. I mean, look, you know, there's so there's so many fucking things on there. Obviously, you know, Brian Dawkins takes the cake. I don't think yeah, anything tops Brian Dawkins. You know, I we we've had this conversation over and over again. Who would you? Of a of a living Hall of Fame Philadelphia legend in this town would be a better podcast guest than Brian Dawkins. I, it's it's hard to think of someone over Brian. Over, like over it, it would have to be a legend, like you know, and it wouldn't be better. It would just compare. Like it yeah. would have to be like one of the guys you got on your wall. Yeah, well, I could tell you right now, like Mike Schmidt. He's not gonna, he's not going to be that good on the podcast. No, right. I can tell you right, right now, like, he's not he's not that type of guy, right? I mean, right. That, that aside, listen. He's one of my favorite players of all time. He's my favorite baseball right, player. But he's ever, not a talker. But like, he's it not work. that right, type right. of guy. So. I mean, that aside, he walks the walk. He talks the talk. Yeah. That aside, man, listen to that. The, the ultimate favorite show of the entire year. Was there not clips where you're like, "Fuck, I forgot." <laughs> oh yeah. And you're like, "Jesus fucking Christ." What's the matter with us? Right. But, mm-hmm. and, yeah, like, why was yeah. I so mean to Biz Markie? Yeah, I don't know. You were really, <laughs> you were really, you were really angry. You got what I need. You got what I need. Third head, what do well, you the, You know what the one thing that I learned is that, oh, baby, oh. He's even even, with the even worms, on the best you know. of, we learned that, that Gary needs to talk into the mic. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, we do. Gary, <laughs> th- th- that's true, man. As good as it was. <laughs> think about think about how much we probably miss because you don't talk into the mic. Because all I hear is. Yeah, we're gonna get him like uh, one of those. Um, it's a lapel those, mic. The seven mile. But it's like, it's like yeah, seven mile cord. So so. Yeah, we're getting one of those like. So he can go out and smoke, and it'll still be on the fucking thing. Yeah. So so it's a attack. So it's attack Gary after the show. Oh, here he goes. Now he's getting all all, all emotional. <laughs> No, guys. Uh, but seriously. Uh, yeah, Gar. Fuck you. <laughs> we had a we had a great <laughs> we had a great year. We have we've had a great six years, and we can't wait for. You know, hey, we got past. We can't wait for what's ahead, man. That's yeah, all. You got, you got past the last two years. By the way, fuck the Sixers. They lost to the Hawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, uh, tonight. Yeah, so, they suck. Uh, yeah, yeah they, they suck. They're a six, seven seed, man. That's just who they are. That's who they're gonna be. Hey, I yeah, call it. I if call it seven seed. They may not even make the actual like eighteen playoff because they're I, still doing that seven through ten play in. Oh, uh, they're yeah. right. Yeah, I, right. I called it before the season. They're, I just I had bad feelings about this team. Mike, we all got Christmas presents, and you didn't because you ain't here. There's one here for well, you. Yeah, there's, there's one waiting. Mark said he's got yeah, one waiting right for there. me. It's right well, there. It's right there. That's, that's, hold on. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Oh. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I'm going to have a cigarette. Yeah, thanks for listening. I won't be here next week. 
Merry Christmas. None ha- of us are going to be here next week. Happy New Year. Year. Uh, well, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening, really. Yep. Thank you. We'll hey. see you guys, uh, I Thank guess, you. January uh, 6th is our next show, right? Hey. 7th, hey. whatever it is. Hey. January 7th will be the next show. Sometimes this is a final I... final show of the year and for the holiday season. Uh, you guys uh, have a great holiday. We thank you guys Absolutely. so much for enjoying, you know, ho, for listening. Ho, ho. We hope you enjoyed it. Even the hoes. Even the hoes. Even the ho, ho, ho. Even extra hoes. Yep. Merry Christmas, you fucks. Thanks for having <laughs> me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, and the Eagles played Dallas uh, in that time, right? Yeah, so. And Dallas sucks. That's for no, that. Yeah, they're, they're going to be playing Connor them. News. No, they're going to be playing them the, uh, that week. Oh, all right. So I'm going to play it anyway. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see. Listen, that little boy. He was like two years old. Oh, yep. so cute. And there's All right. Gary. Yeah. You're a sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We'll see you guys in two weeks, January seventh. Peace, Peace out. It's been fun. Merry Christmas, geriatric fucks. <laughs>